0: Hey everybody, welcome back to CORE. This is CORE where we talk about, hold on, and <laughs> a little Dr. Pepper before the thing. I apologize, uh, the zero sugar really <laughs> got to me. This
3: week's episode brought to you by Dr. Pepper. God, What's the it. color of the kid, Scott?
0: Uh, this one's, uh, br- uh, I don't know, black and red. Look at that, zero uh, sugar. Sweet.
1: Mm. <laughs> the... The check from Major Melon didn't show up, so now we're on to Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's doctor; money. he's
3: got to have money. I may have drunk. They do not pay people in the military near as much as they pay doctors.
0: That's true. <laughs> I'm, I may have uh, drunk us out of Major Melon this week, so uh, I'm not. I, I'm a little ashamed to admit that I consumed. I think an entire, whatever comes in those long boxes. Not, how many is that? Like nine, ten pack? Twelve. Twelve is it? Ugh. Yeah. Well, my wife had two, so I probably had. I probably drank ten of those over a week. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, probably not. Probably great. Fine. Probably right? fine. You think so? I don't know, man. What I think if? So. What if? Um, uh, I go get blood tests in June. What if I go in there and they go, uh, "You're more it- um, flavor than man." Or I don't know what they'd say.
1: I just <laughs> picture like- a scene where you're you're sitting there with your family, and all of a sudden you go, <clears throat> "Excuse me," and then you stand up and you go to the bathroom, and the tense music slowly builds. <laughs> Yeah. And you just start coughing and coughing, and then you look down at your hands, and it's just watermelon
0: seeds. <laughs> and then I show them slowly, and then the music starts, <laughs> and then then I spend eight months in the hospital trying to deal with my seed problem. It'll be great. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome a, to the, you, show. the only thing you got to worry about is your mountain deuterium in your blood when you get your blood work done. My mountain deutorium? Is that what you called it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, it's, it's, if it's one over three, then you're in trouble. You know what I should do? If they say pee in a cup, I just straight up pour major melon into a cup. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are they gonna
0: do you know like has anyone ever do you think anyone's ever done that just as a joke just go in there and they say pee in your cup and you just pour whatever whiskey in there whatever you feel like putting in there to freak them out and then make Problem them go is, test it
3: you wouldn't do it to your own self because they it wouldn't be funny they'd just be like i'm trying to help you what are you doing like i just <laughs> yeah i think ever and it's hard to intercept other people's pee Like, the way it would be funny is for you to do it to someone else. Yeah. Right? But it's just like how – like sitcoms make it look easy, but it's really hard to engineer a scenario where you intercept pee in a container to replace it with something. Yeah. But I mentioned it's possible. Uh, Someone has to to have done this.
0: Someone somewhere has done this. I don't know who it was, and I don't know what the circumstance is. And if you have, write in and tell us about it. But if you ever substituted some other beverage or liquid – for your own pee, and I don't mean using their friend's pee because you were stoned and there was like pot in your blood and you're getting a blood test. I don't mean that. Yeah, no but, like, Trailer
3: Park Boys stuff. No,
0: none of that. None of the that. That was a swapping. whole
3: season. They had a, they had a pee ring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they yeah. had pee crimes. <laughs> I it. forgot about that. Is that um, but is that, yeah, we want to know if you did it as a prank.
0: Is that new season out? Because they're in jail in the new season. They want to see it's that.
3: on swear net but I don't think it made it to Netflix. It's just called Trailer Park Boys Jail. I think it's coming, and I don't here. know why I haven't paid for it. It's only two dollars. I think to join SwordNet. like it's not expensive, really. Um, I really want to. I think
0: it's all out now, so yeah, right. I want to go watch that. I have to check. Uh, I have some Plex connections. Anyway, hey, welcome back to the show, and uh, now let's get into it. Here, it's a big week for video games. If you like having uh, the living poo scared out of you, because tomorrow. People will be able to get their hands on the hot new release, Resident Evil 8, or as they prefer it, we call it Resident Evil Village. Yeah. And uh, the, the reviews and the buzz so far have been pretty good. People seem to really quite like it. And I'm happy to say that some reviews that I read, knowing that I was probably going to have to play this, and now it's confirmed, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But um, some of the reviews were saying it's not all about running away from that vampire lady, the tall lady, and that's good. I don't want her to be the nemesis type thing in this. Uh, I guess for the bit she is, she is. But the game apparently really straddles like a whole handful of sort of horror tropes uh, and make it a really nice package of a bunch of different kinds of horror. And I'm into that uh, in terms of like, you know, variability of gameplay and that sort of thing. But I'm also terrified because apparently even the strongest among some of my friends uh, who have preview preview copies, there've been moments in that game where they've had to like back up, turn it off and leave for like an hour. Cause it's so there's like moments that are that shocking or that scary. Uh, so that being said, uh shout out to badger Lord who uh, does this every time one of these comes up and uh, he bellied up to the bar following the rules that I have that I won't pay for my own scary video games he donated a copy of 8 which uh is now happening John will likely be the uh, tag along there although we haven't scheduled the times but we'll figure it out and uh you'll get to hear me scream like a young child uh as i play Resident Evil 8 out tomorrow aside from that are no. we excited John you're you love the series so you're you're all about this pretty stoked right
1: I'm excited i was on discord asking if our uh, discord listeners felt i should play it separately from you and be there as a guiding voice for you, uh, which is where they ultimately said I should, because they know that I'm not going to coddle you. They know I'm not going to prep you for anything. They know I'm going to let you walk into any scare that I, I know is coming.
2: Um,
1: but that I will keep you focused on the task at hand. Mm -hmm. So that is what they requested of me. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be playing it tonight. Uh, tomorrow like whenever it unlocks and uh when does I'm it unlock forward to it. is
0: it tonight like midnight kind of thing or uh,
1: i don't know usually it's the night before but its yeah. release date is definitely tomorrow you see what does steam say
0: well while you're looking that up this is the sounds i make when i play these games <coughs> all right i warned you that's what that's going to sound like and it's going to get worse so uh i think that was grandma in the last game <coughs> yep that's that sounds like grandma <laughs> that was her <laughs> She scared the hell out of me in 7. So there is no VR. My understanding is no VR in this version of the game. But even if there was, I'm not playing it that way. <laughs> no way. Not a chance. I didn't do it with 7. I'm not doing it here. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's something else. Um, Bo, are you uh, – give me your, your interest level on in something like
3: that. I'm curious, but only because <clears> – <throat> That lady's kind of hot. Vampire lady. <laughs> not going to lie. I'm just, I'm always like, I don't care about Resident Evil. And I see that beautiful woman, and I'm like, oh man, video game women, they're getting really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I. And, uh, yeah. I feel like she's, um, I, I feel like. I, miss- <laughs> I know that's a weird thing. To no, no, no. Say, you're not the only one. There's tons totally of people. You're, you're, not alone. <laughs> alone. Like,
0: you're not alone. People really find her attractive. I don't. I don't know what my problem is. I think she's weird and freaky, and I don't like. I know what it is. Okay. I have a story. I'll tell you a quick story and this will tell you why I don't like girls that are taller than me. It's not some power play and it's not some weird, like, "Eh, men should be taller. Any of that. Okay. Plenty of people I know. Attracted
3: to, or you just don't like them. Like,
0: I, I'm I'm, idiot. (laughs) I'm afraid of them and weirdly, well, okay, here's what, so here's what happened. This girl in high school, she was working behind the counter at some, I don't remember the restaurant. And I thought, Ooh, I'd like to go out with her. She's like two inches taller than me, but I didn't care. I'd like to take her out. And she was very pretty, super nice girl. Got the nerve up, asked her, got the date all set. And I said, Dad, such and such date's coming up. It's like a Saturday night. Can I please use the keys to, at the time, we had a a Nissan 300Z. And the reason we had this hot black sports car with a freaking T-roof is because my dad would bring cars from California and then auction them here. But they were always rotating, so we always had something new. But we almost always had something that was cool that I could drive for dates, and it was pretty rare we didn't have anything cool. So he says, "Yep, I think I'm going to still have that car. That whole we're, we're gonna it's going to be another two weeks because the turbo's broken. I got to fix that before I can sell it. So you won't need the turbo, but everything else works. So you'll drive that that night. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take this super hot girl on this date, and it's going to be amazing." And uh the weekend comes around and I, I go outside on like Friday and go, "Where's the Nissan?" And my dad goes, "Oh, uh I had to we had to somebody give me an offer I couldn't refuse, so I had to let it go." I'm like, "Dad, I got this date tomorrow with a super hot girl." He says, "You'll be fine. I've got other cars." I said, "Well, what other cars?" <laughs> the only car he had left for me to use was a 1986 Yugo. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> a yugo i don't i don't know cars very well i gotta search this up the yugo is infamous it was yugoslavia had a car company it went away because of the war there okay so that's how that long that lasted oh it's like a car mr bean would drive oh my gosh absolutely and it would been it would be for comedy effect and things would fall apart so here's how this all goes down i don't have a choice it's the best thing i can do So I take the Yugo, this girl again, I'm 6'4", she's 6'6", 6'7", almost, super tall, supermodel-like tall, right? We both have to cram into this tiny, tiny car, and they are notoriously a giant flaming piece of shit, these cars. They break, they do all sorts of, they're just horrible. And halfway through the day, or halfway through the night, we're driving to, I don't know, a movie or food or something, and I'm at an intersection, the light turns green, and I go to turn left... And I start cranking on the wheel and the steering wheel comes off the column. <laughs> comes right off the column and the car drifts yeah, into the curb. It's curve, a Mr. Bean Mark. car. <laughs> yeah, it's a Mr. Bean car. You're not wrong. So I looked at her and then she her hands turned into long pokey knives and she cut me to pieces. No, that didn't happen. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. Um, I do
0: see why you're afraid of tall people.
1: I was waiting for why this impacted your feelings on tall women. I was yeah. worried we weren't going to get there, but we did.
0: Well, then I mean, it got. Did she, when the, did, did she get really upset? No, when the she was, came off. That's the, that's the worst part. Is that she was super nice through the whole thing and very understanding. But I, I could not get over how embarrassing it was and the night ended early I can't remember I think my dad had some one of his friends come out there with a truck and drive us back like some shitty thing like that and I just it destroyed my ego and from then on if I saw a really tall girl I would go nope nope not that she's the she's not the problem obviously (laughs) But it's still it just <laughs> reminded me of it. And it, I it was do it.
3: traumatic for you and thus triggering your trauma.
0: Yes, but it like, triggered my trauma. So as a result, I never like, did that again. And, and and it's probably a
3: scary feeling to be driving in a car and have the steering wheel come off yeah. like yeah. Like nothing bad happened. That's very The best good. part of this story, the very, very next week,
0: very next week he gets a BMW in there. Some hot freaking two-door BMW. Yeah, I could, could have had it. If I just ball. one week later. So, but that, had you,
3: you, there was no follow up. Like, uh, oh, I got a better car this week. No, and we I should, over. maybe I should
0: have. I was just so embarrassed. And this also the Beamer had a bullet hole in it. It's a long story. He would buy, <laughs> he would buy these cars that were like involved in like shootings and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, really kind of, dirt yeah. cheap. Option cars. And sometimes from police, uh, or, you know, police departments, he would buy these cars, bring them here, fix them mm-hmm. up and then sell them. And in this one case, this is kind of awful, but somebody had walked up to this dude while he was in his car window down gun to the back of the head fires um when he gets the car when he drives the car back to utah he drove it the whole way like this this driver's seat is drenched with dried blood and i don't oh, know like,
3: it came like <laughs> they had all like the evidence it was wiped for evidence and stuff scene. but
0: but part of it was you buy wow. it you clean it and all that so yeah. they got oh, whatever geez. evidence they needed but it still had that on the seat so just stained and then across from where the angle was into the door of the opposite side was a bullet hole and somewhere dangling around inside of there was a bullet. And if you drove fast enough on the highway, you could hear it going. <laughs> oh,
1: oh my wow. It was yeah. amazing.
0: So it was weird. I had a weird, yeah,
3: that might not have been that great of a follow-up date car.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. Especially if you had gone to like see Pulp Fiction or something like
3: that. <laughs> I've got a better car. Don't no worry. You roll up with a bullet <laughs> hole, real bloodstained car. Uh, Get to the scene it, where Harvey
1: Keitel and them are cleaning out the car and just go, wow, this was us a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Can you
3: believe it? So literally, this when one's I see steering this. steering wheel is going to stay on. Trust me.
0: I wish I'd have kept that steering wheel. That would have been a real cool keepsake. But. Yeah. So now when so, I see so back to the point, I see Resident Evil eight lady and I go, ugh, she's too tall. Like, oh, oh
1: this is going to go badly. This is going to go badly. Yeah, I know it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I it hope seems she gets good.
1: in a car with you during that game. That would be
0: just amazing. I freaking hope not. Um, I'm putting it out there right now. I just want to put, get out on top of this. I'm not playing this on anything more than whatever the lowest difficulty is. OK, I'm doing that. That's happening. It's part of my rules. I don't want to be hindered by difficulty when trying to run for my life from everything. And I, that's you what I did with over all with these as games as quickly as possible. I did this with all these games except for 3. I thought, "Oh, John's here. Plus I can just crank it a little bit. It's okay." And I regretted <laughs> it and changed it back. So,
3: <laughs> I've thought that before too.
0: Yeah. I'm just uh, You, I'm you just, know, I no
3: encourage
1: shame. you to keep it at normal difficulty for as long as possible and you made a, a a good ways into that game before you bumped it down.
0: Yeah, I did it until that boss fight where you're in the what was it a st- Not a stadium, but the dude kept flying around, hiding behind billboards. Yeah. Um, Nemesis did and then would jump out. And I I can't remember how that went, but it took me forever. A million tries. I I knock it down one notch and I killed him in like two shotguns blast. So that was pretty good. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Seven. Seven's a different animal. So I assume eight is more along those lines. And it's so atmospheric and so scary. I'm just going to lose it. I'm going to lose my mind. But that's tomorrow. Reviews are hot. Looking good. Nice to see a big triple A game, uh, getting a bunch of advanced uh, excitement without a big delay in the year of delayed COVID delays. So uh so yeah, uh, get on it. PC and let's see, PS4, PS no, PS4, Xbox, not next gen though, right? Or current uh, new. No, gen.
1: it's next gen. Yeah.
0: Is it? Hold Isn't on. Isn't it? Yeah. Better be. Oh yeah, my God. it's I know. it's
1: a next gen game.
0: Village PS5. Let me just look.
3: I want to see that X. Dash S. I symbol. mean, the nice,
1: th- yeah. The nice thing is you don't have to worry about it so much with the Xbox because it's like they're just like we'll give you the best version. Don't worry about it.
0: Oh, there it you is. You're get right. The
1: game you want, and we'll just give you the best version. You're just totally. Be, you're totally
0: right. <clears throat> um, yeah. I ever <clears throat> I've been told a couple of times that if I thought the B crotch lady from the the last one was bad, that I should be prepared for something worse. So, ooh, yeah. I don't know if that has to, to, to do with the, crotches the bee or button. bees. Maybe it's a lady in a bee crotch. I don't know. I have no idea how they're going to top that. Maybe it's bee that. crotches. It could be bee so crotches. Do you think
1: you still heal by pouring water over your hand in a gentle and loving fashion?
0: Um, I hope so. If they get any more serious about healing, then I'm out. Because that's the best part is that dumb healing thing. Now, you've seen this guy a lot. I'll put it up on the chat, and I'll show you guys in here. Uh, I don't know who, what this guy's deal is and when I will encounter him. But every time I see him, he's usually animated and his lower jaw twitches and he looks horrifying and i'm not into it at all so i don't know what this is going to look like or how that's going to be handled but uh f whatever this noise is this looks like it's outside it's like evil hulk oh gosh i wonder if it's
1: chris what if it's chris oh it could be chris Chris comes what he gets for punching a boulder
0: it's what it gets for you not liking him at all right you hate yeah
1: chris is awful chris is just dumb (laughs) I love I love your
0: hate for Chris because I don't actually really have a feeling for him one way or another. But John just really dislikes Chris Redfield.
1: It's just that Resident Evil Five was a bit of a disappointment, <laughs> and Chris in that game they jacked him up to that like inflatable suit kind of yeah. level as far as his muscles go, and you know the kind of guy you stick something on their back just to mess with them because they can't reach it. Yeah. They can't reach back there,
2: yeah.
1: and then. I was like, God, they made him such a meathead in this game. And you get to the last boss, and there's a part where a boulder, like, the size of a small house lands in front of him. And he's like, I gotta get past it. And he's pushing it. And then he just starts punching a boulder repeatedly. I was like... Man! (laughs) (laughs) Like... Not in a cool way. Uh, There's a cool way to punch a boulder if you're an anime character. But when you're just a man, just a yeah. big, muscly man, you're just like, ah, I'm so going to punch It's just dumb.
0: That was pretty it. dumb. I'll give you that. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Who's in this one? Anybody we else know besides Ethan? We're going to see. <laughs> uh, His wife,
1: probably. Ethan's wife. Be in it.
0: Oh, I still don't uh, like it. I'd have divorced her after that game. Things did not. That was not good. The stuff you saw with her. Forget it. Things she turned into and did to you. I'm moving on. What was on. her
1: name? Mia? Is it Mia?
0: Mia? Nia. With an N. Nia? No. It's Nia. not with an N. Is it Mia? Mia? No. Maya? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's RE7 girlfriend. Uh, let's find her name. I think it was, I want to say it was Nier Mier.
1: She was important, right? She actually worked for umbrella or something like that i think is the reveal
0: why are they blurring like, out images taking- they're blurring images out oh mia it is mia M. you're right m m i a oh, mia winters is her name and i guess he i guess he's ethan winters all right well anyway uh yeah i would have divorced her anyway the point is that movie's coming or that game tomorrow pre preload and get ready everybody because resident evil all over your face all right check this out Nintendo's working on a new game to teach you how to make video games. I watched this video. It's pretty interesting. Basically, kids must play for 16 hours a day, including some weekends. Parents will be forced to threaten their kids' lives if the game doesn't meet their expectations. Uh, You got to hit it on time. You got to get your release goals out there. You got to make those shareholders (laughs) happy. Uh, But no, it actually looks like a really cool object-oriented kind of uh, game maker type thing.
1: Yeah. It's called Hmm. Game Builder Garage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And oh. it's pretty cool um I was talking to somebody today who just graduated from the university here in a with an engineering degree in game development, and they were saying that this is not that un um this is not unlike a lot of tools used today to create kind of and if or and telling you know what the environment should do if I make this choice versus what it should do if I do here or you know, that kind of stuff. It's not that different than that. And, um, I don't know, it's pretty
3: cool game maker and stuff like that, where they take care of the render aspect. You just load up images and whatever the trigger instructions are collision. Right,
0: right. right. And a lot of that stuff, I mean, not all of it, obviously people can sit down to a command line and, and get really under the hood and many do, but you know, if you're using an engine, a lot of times those engines have stuff built into it like, uh, you need stuff that handles 50 players in the space at one time in the kind of game you're making. Chances are you're doing that with plugins and libraries that come from other games or from other, from, you know, from tools that are either sold or used to make and build games. So, I think it's a perfect time to teach some kids like some rudimentary entry level stuff. If if your goal is to have the next generation of of uh, designers and and um...
3: oh, it even even does the node thing that is pretty popular now. It's like an Unreal and a lot of stuff where mm-hmm. you program your clauses through these nodes. Yeah, it's cool, right? Rather than writing code, so it's visual. I mean, it, yeah, I mean it makes it a lot easier in a way. I mean, yeah, it's definitely easy visually to understand and grasp a concept. It's a good way to do it. Yeah think if you know how programming language works it's like a little bit like
0: uh,
3: but it's all right it's good
0: yeah because they're because the thing is these tools like <clears throat> even these kind of visual tools exist for uh developers now it's just that they they were built by somebody to be used on the game they're making so yeah. so you might have some mid-level employees that all use this visual tool to build quests and uh, you know scenarios in a certain kind of game or build maps in a game that they they don't need to have the raw coding advantage for, so this will be good for that kind of people. But there's still always going to be the need for somebody who can just sit down and build something from nothing. Uh, I
3: think it helps code. even if you're eventually going to get into coding or something a little more low level, because understanding the concepts, like what the layers are of game design, is pretty much pretty much the same for all games. Like there's an architecture to it. Like it varies widely between programs, but like there's a. You know the game loop the render the the render aspect, the calculation aspect, the game update aspect, getting input like all that stuff is like fairly standard across all games like there's a commonality to all of them, so getting the concepts down, then going to coding would probably be really beneficial mm-hmm. to like a young person,
0: yeah, I want a game based on this little dude on the on the that they show on this article. there's this little like the robot blocky, looking little Julius Buck. Is that his name? Is
2: not Julius? <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: I just thinking about our dear friend Julius Pringles. Of course. Uh this comes out on June 11th. Let's see. $29.99. Is it, and uh free to play? No, it'll cost you. It'll cost you $30, bucks, yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> that sounded funny. It'll be $30. Bucks. Ooh, free to play. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I, was, ooh, I need to listen. Yeah. And but look, answer. you can do like platforming business and I don't know. It seems this is like a 3D adventure thing. Seems all right. This maybe this is kind of their answer to what's the Sony thing? Dreams, um, Media Molecules yeah. game. Is that what I'm thinking yeah, of? Dreams. Dreams. Yeah, that thing's amazing. When in the right hands, that thing. Pfft. What the f? I saw somebody create a digital version of a painting in there. I couldn't believe it, and it was all through program stuff. It was nuts. So yeah. On um, which? Uh, uh, software, uh, the dreams? Sony dreams thing, the PlayStation uh, four and five thing. I forget what it's called. I think it's dreams. It's dreams. It's called dreams. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's pretty neat. So uh, if you're into it, it sounds like a real fun hackery thing. 30 bucks is a pretty low barrier to entry and uh, might be good to get your kids comes out on June 11th. Mass effect legendary edition, which is probably all John thinks about when he's not thinking about other things. That's all he thinks about.
1: I think about it a lot, especially recently. It's now my desktop background. So oh, very I'm nice. Thinking about it. Okay, yeah. so you're
0: thinking about it a lot. That's good. Well, it will let you make your own custom PS4 and Xbox One case art. So I don't know how that works, though. So John, how does that work? What do you What do you do? Uh,
1: so you go to uh, the website. I put the link there in yep. the article, and it's kind of it's fun. Like honestly, I got kind of addicted to uh, messing around with it, and it basically says, you know. Uh, hey you know are you a paragon are you renegade are you neutral um you pick that it just starts asking you to pick favorite squad mates and stuff like that and you go okay well you know i like these characters these are my favorites and then you know who's your trusted companion and you pick one there and then you go down the list and all right now pick the cavalry you pick three more the backups you pick two more and then pick a background location and when it's all said and done It generates essentially a version of the box art that they're using for the game, but now custom made with the characters that you've picked in the art, uh, which you can then download. And you can, in fact, download a version that is the right size and dimensions and layout and includes the background to where you could slip it into like a DVD case or whatever to be the background if you bought a physical version of the cop of the game the physical copy of the game and in my
0: case i just made a 4k wallpaper out of it Um, uh you
1: can also do wallpaper which is the wallpaper i was talking about yeah
0: that's cool so that's how you got uh, your new wallpaper i'm gonna i'm gonna fiddle with this this seems like fun
1: it's it's stupid fun like it's it's really shouldn't be as fun as it is um but i i just had a good time and uh I like the style of it because it's, you know, it, it looks like everybody did a nice little filter pass on what the PC graphics were. Mm-hmm. Um, and the results are typically pretty good. So uh, that got me excited about Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is also coming out soon. And uh, I, you're right. I'm thinking about that game
0: a lot. Can I do a wallpaper that's just nothing but Miranda Lawson just every two inches? Like... <laughs> no, they
1: you, they you use them up, which is unfortunate because uh... I do think that that should be... A possibility. I think they really left left something to be desired. It should let you pick the same character over and over again. Yeah, but you just want <laughs> nothing but Miranda's on the cover of your game. Yeah, you can do it.
0: I like her a lot. I'm also watching her. Well, the actress who played her on um, uh, Handmaid's Tale this season, and she is she's really good on there. She's kind of yeah. evil, but she's good. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty neat. Uh go check that out. That's over on the EA site actually. Um you can find it at EA.com slash slash mass effect and there's a link to it right there. Okay. Bo, we talked about your interest in Mass Effect and if that was a thing you'd cared about getting. Okay. How are I you mean, yeah, at? I
3: think I'm actually going to do it <laughs> and get it on my Xbox, I think.
0: Me too. I, I think that's uh, where I, I'd want to play it, and I'd also just need some of I just need someone who I trust to tell me if that first game gets converted in a way that I that I like or not. I, think- I have a feeling. I keep my expectations low. A lot of these remasters,
3: I think it's just going to be boxed all in one together package. Yeah, I, I'm kind of my expectations. I'm keeping a little low. Yeah, on what it's actually going to be, it's just going to look. I think the graphics will probably look nicer. That first game really like ran kind of poorly on PC in terms of it doesn't have high definition or anything. It's really dated. Yeah. Um. So there'll probably be quality of life on the first one. It'll be most noticeable on one and two. I heard that the the um soundtracks for one and two are also copy written because they sold the movie rights to Ooh, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, so like they'll be the demonetized right or take down on YouTube and Twitch and stuff. So if you're planning so, on streaming it, that's a thing that people's been talking about. People's been <laughs> People's, People's been, been. I, yeah. so
1: I posted that on Twitter the other day because that's where I, that's where I saw it. People saying mm. that Warner Brothers is filing copyright claims and you might get a DMCA notice on your Twitch if you stream it. But I did have somebody respond back and said they've had those rights for a long time and people have been streaming those games for a long time without any issue. So that might be BS. Mm. It might end up being true. We'll see. But it just. You know, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> there is the, we live in a stupid world in the music industry and not far from it, the movie industry real rough when it comes to these sorts of things so be careful
0: yeah we'll see how that goes uh i'm more excited about the closer we get i need a review though i need someone to talk to that whole thing about the unification of the three games to feel like they're all part of the same you know that there weren't major tweaks i'm
3: imagining you're going to log into the title screen it'll go do you want to play mass effect one two or three
0: like, well, you know, they, it'll,
3: it'll, it'll it'll just be one executable. Yeah, per, but they keep
0: talking about how one is brought in line with how two and three played. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. less. Of yeah, a, like, like so probably OK.
3: Like, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. But hmm. that could mean very, very little changes for three.
0: Right. Oh, good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Well,
0: I, I, I yeah.
1: think that one from what I've heard one received the most work. They've done a lot of work on the Mako. They've done a lot of work on the graphics. They've done a lot of work on the gameplay and the UI uh to bring it in line um it sounds like one got a lot of work sounds like three is probably going to be a high res
0: yeah up textures up up resolution stuff yeah and miranda's Lots in of it. Up yeah we yeah. got a little we got miranda and we got uh we got those uh the guys that go shepherd we got them what's their names what's the guy Gar- um not garris garris is different which one right yeah or the are you talking
1: the, about uh the
0: big the big dudes uh
1: Rex. Rex. Rex or
0: Grunt. Rex or There's Grunt. Two. Either one. I'll take them all. <laughs> Shepard. I, love, I love those guys. Whatever that race is, uh,
3: they're great. Um, yeah, what are they called? The Rexes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the Rexes. Race? Yeah. No, they're. Uh, Krogans. They're, Krogans. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I just look like I kind of don't care. I'm just looking for an excuse to, to play it. And I did try a, a few years ago to play from the start, and I couldn't abide by one. So it'll kind of almost be worth it to play a better version of one just for the reason to yeah. get back to it yeah. but i might wait for a sale like it's still a they're doing a full price kind of thing on this deal
0: right yeah like, i kind of had hoped that it was i mean if there's enough work on it i suppose you can justify it but i was hoping it would be on ea play as a way for us to grab early but
1: probably I probably near. is if you're part of their elite tier
0: oh elite i'm on tier. i'm on the elite tier oh you are I you get, probably I get, get all the
3: Aple- e- ea plea ea plea the EA play games. Well, I'm sure then, it'll make it on there at some point once the Well, if you're if you're
0: on the top tier, sales. you get it day one. So I think you are covered.
3: Oh, I don't know if I'm on top tier.
0: Oh. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what. Yeah, the game
3: top pass
1: is. isn't the top tier. The game pass is the okay. throw the dog a bone tier. It's so confusing, I
3: don't know. <laughs> yeah, EA. like it's just so it's all funky. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Well, either way, hurry up game, be good and we'll play it. How about that? Now, I just want to. I have
3: to do this. Beep, 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 beep. There's never, this never, barely ever happens. But kind Carrot in the chat room, he's like, as a young kid who grew up on Planet Side One, and I'm like, I never see anyone talk about Planet Side One. It's the greatest game of all time. That's all I want to say. Oh my God, there's a spider.
0: God damn it. I <laughs> <laughs> got I'll be back.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. All you had to say uh, okay. was. Planetside was the greatest I'm, game of all time, and then Spider appeared. That's, that's the rule. I'm
1: kind of with Bo. Planetside 1 is great, but I'm having a hard time following Kind Carrots, who, I, I don't know, maybe is trolling a little bit, connection of, hey, I played Planetside 1, one very specific genre of game, and it's comp- Mass Effect, a completely different genre of game, isn't like it. I didn't yeah, like it. That's like, weird. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. They're both in space, but why are we drawing this comparison? Yeah, I played I Final mean,
0: Fantasy two and then Doom, and they're nothing alike. That's kind of what that's like saying. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with
1: but you. But I mean, I love PlanetSide.
3: I hey, also love easy on the
0: guy. It's no, fine. it's totally fine. It's I'm planet PlanetSide one's a great game. It's a it's wonderful nice. game, but I, I just don't yes, think it compares. I, they they to,
3: aren't very related. I know.
0: Yeah, they're nothing like each other. They're in space, I guess. They have like a space <laughs> connection. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a shootery kind of quality to them. One's first person. Hold on, here's third. a question. Yeah,
1: is a game that takes place on another planet but has a sci-fi twist in space, or is it just on that planet? <coughs> you well, don't say that a game that takes place on Earth is a space game because you're not. It
0: Earth doesn't the take place time. in space. There's no, that's no space. a good point. If you if you are on the planet all the time and not moving planet to planet, then it's it's not a space game. But I would make the argument. And this is going to be controversial. That Mass Effect is not much of a space game because space is represented by a few cutscenes and a map that you just move stuff around on and not really in space. Like you're not really in space. You're just sort of at a hub and the hub lets you choose a planet. And I'm okay with that. Don't yeah. get me but wrong. If you
1: go from different planets, what if you're on the moon? Cause you do go on the moon in mass effect.
0: Well, it's a, it's a celestial body. It's a, it's like a planet. It's a planetoid. And, You hang out on it, but I guess what I'm saying is, well, I'm not, I'm actually not making the argument one way or the other
3: or significant gameplay that takes place in the actual vacuum of space.
0: Yes. Maybe that's the kicker because, because mass effect doesn't really, it just, it spends most of its time on the ground, on a ship or on a station and it's all good. And I'm not even, I'm not even arguing one way or the other. I'm actually saying, well, let's try to figure out if there's a way to, to say this because like, Science fiction, sure, you could lump it all in together. But if you're saying a space game...
3: Yeah. Scott Scott you're just hardcore. You play Heartbreaker where you spend your entire gameplay out in the the vacuum of space. What's Heartbreaker? <laughs> and you're, like, oh. you're kind of like what are these wussy games that are like land on planets? Did you call What's it Heartbreaker? Did you,
0: game? did you Did you call that Heartbreaker? What did you just call that? Hard Heartbreaker. Is space it a Carrier uh, Hardbreaker.
2: <laughs> <Shipman>?
3: Heartbreaker. Shipbreaker. <laughs> oh sh- shipbreaker. <laughs> not sh- although Sorry, mine's it, was hard, sh- it was hardship ship i like
0: actually that. wrote shit in here i gotta fix that what was i doing <laughs> you
3: did shitbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what you're doing you're breaking shit it's still you
0: know oh i'm so excited to talk about this update as well i'm so glad uh glad we're already talking yes about but it. i i
3: sort of see what you mean like you know star trek doesn't spend yeah. a ton
0: of time in space either right like well the show to- the show well See, Star Trek yeah. straddles it, right? Because a lot of what Star Trek is is beaming down to the surface, and if that's where they spent all their time, then yeah, I'd say it's less of a space show. But they do lots of space fighting, and you know, there's a Borg cube and got to shoot at it. And yeah, yeah,
3: that's
0: true. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, yeah we're does
1: planet ship probably. or a space yeah. station count as
3: the, pl- the planet space type game? one is not in space. Well, if the yeah, space definitely. station
0: is effectively a planet. In that you land on it and then talk to people, hang out, buy stuff, and leave. I think that's not, that's still just a stationary object in space that you're hanging out on. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is a hard one.
3: But I, like No Man's Sky, Elite Dangerous, you're spending a lot of time in space.
0: You're yeah. And those space. are almost like too much space, you know? Like, well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> man, we just can't, can't ever play There's so satisfied. much space
1: in this game.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm what's still, up with these space games not taking place in space? I'm still. And what's mad up at, with these space <laughs> games spending too much time in space? <laughs> <laughs> Can they not get it right?
0: I'm, I'm definitely not complaining, but um, I'm still <laughs> I mean, mad at Frontier. <laughs> Frontier f me over, man. I bought on Steam. I bought uh, Elite Dangerous. Okay, had it, played it. Great, good, whatever. But then later they had that arena thing come out as like a multiplayer uh, sort of sub game. And it was cheap. Oh. And I went, oh, I'll get that too. So I picked that up as well. Then they stopped supporting that. Nobody was in it. Nobody was playing it. So they stopped supporting it and it's, and it's gone. It's still in your library, but you just delete it or it's gone or whatever. Now when I install Elite Dangerous, it doesn't install Elite Dangerous. Even though it says that's what's installed, even though that's what I clicked on to say, please install. I don't even have arena listed. I've delisted it. It installs the arena client and tells me, and when I go to launch it, it launches the arena launcher and wants me to try to play a game that they no longer have servers up for. And they don't answer emails. They're the worst people to deal with. I don't know what's going on at Frontier. Gosh, dang it. It's annoying. (laughs) Too much space. That being said, I fired it up on the series X the other day because it's on game pass right now and it, it plays good on there. So
3: elite dangerous on game. Pass?
0: Yeah. Just launched. Well, I shouldn't say just. I think a couple oh, of weeks. I didn't see it on there. Yeah, I go just I just on a whim went, you know what? I'm in the mood. And uh did the tutorial and then my wife came downstairs and said, We watching the Snyder Cut or what? And I said, All right, I'll pause it. <laughs> and we watched the Snyder Cut. Oh, or, no, there goes geez. your weekend most in of it.
1: one sitting or did you guys No, we bricks? broke it
0: up. Um we had to. That thing is uh I don't even I don't want we don't have to go too much into it, but I would just say the problem with that movie is not, uh, or that cut of the movie is not quality. It is length. Like it just does not need to be that long. It's overwrought and too long and it doesn't need to be And it. And it's unfortunate because I just don't think they need it. That being said, I had a good time. It's fine. It's, it's no end game. It's, but, better
1: than what existed before, yes. but that's not saying a lot.
0: Yeah. That's, I also, this, here's the other, here's maybe this is controversial. I think the wonder woman parts in it are better than her last movie entirely. So I'll say that mm. that last movie was a bummer. I thought, uh, considering how, uh, how good yeah. I thought the first wonder woman movie was.
1: I, yeah, it was definitely, I, it went from like movie I love and will watch on a regular basis to That was okay.
0: Yeah, it was all right. But, uh, yeah, whatever. It's We we're, we're, we needed a capper on the Snyder era, and I think that was it, and that's fine. It's good enough. Let's see what they do well, moving um, forward.
1: I really appreciate that all the Zack Snyder diehards that really fought for this movie have now understood that they got what they wanted and just quietly gone back to their normal lives and aren't...
0: Uh, oh, yeah, and they're well, all good, good now. They're satisfied, yeah, satiated... They're- um, they don't need to speak up about it anymore. <laughs> They've
1: returned to the sea from Wednesday So
0: <laughs> They went off there with Jason Momoa and never came back. All right. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? Um, oh, uh, Blizzard is losing a lot of players. Uh, apparently a lot more than everybody thought, although they're still making profits. And it's, so it's a complicated game um, when your company is big as Activision Blizzard and specifically the Blizzard side of things. It's kind of hard to sort of gauge some of this but their revenues are increasing however they have lost millions of players across all of its games uh and here's how that broke down uh let's see Blizzard's monthly active users this is according to an earnings call fell from 29 million in february uh of last year so 2020 at uh, the beginning of the pandemic to 27 million this quarter uh so that's two million uh, the outlet notes that this part uh, of a steady trend at Blizzard, which has lost 11 million players in the last three years, a 29% overall drop in players across all their titles. Um, but that said, they're not exactly struggling, according to this article on Game pa- or uh, uh, PC Gamer. Uh, they go on to say the developers' revenue increased 7% year over year, driven uh, heavily by World of Warcraft Shadowlands release, Hearthstone's latest expansion, Forge in the Barrens, and also um doing all right with overwatch turns out it earned 10 million new players without releasing any new heroes or modes during that time but that's weird think of that they lost 2 million overall but gained 10 on overwatch that tells me the other games lost a lot more if overwatch made up 10 million of them you know what i'm saying if there's no overwatch this would have been a loss of 12 million players i guess because those wouldn't exist I don't know. Yeah, I think just, so. It's weird how yeah. they
3: count it. Are they double counting? Because. I don't know. Someone might play multiple games. Like, how do you. Yeah, I don't know. If it's I weird. log well, in I th- I think once they're a month are saying for
1: like a day. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean. Well, how
3: do they count? Like, how do they count? You never know how they're selling the data for these things. but. Right. I would want to know what the logins and activity are, maybe in BattleNet, because what's a what's a Blizzard player, anyways? Is it someone right?
0: What even is that now?
3: Is it a Call of Duty guy who logs in once a month to do his Hearthstone for a day, (laughs) like you know, like yeah? It's the Blizzard launcher. That's why it's not just a Blizzard thing anymore. It's like a lot. There's a lot sort of going on there. So, yeah,
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's pretty weird. But that that's I'm glad they're you know they've stayed profitable somehow uh mm-hmm. i worry that's not long for the world if they can't fix the malaise that i'm feeling uh in the community generally toward warcraft not everybody but but world of warcraft definitely feeling uh, as long in the tooth as it, as it maybe ever has and i'm not even sure it's shadowland's fault i think the game's just i don't know we talked about this before we don't have to keep going into it but um I hope that Sooner doesn't get too bad. Sooner or later, there'll be some new releases, and that'll generate new interest. Yeah, you know? I mean, for uh, Diablo sure 4. they're working it? on it. Yeah, yeah and Diablo 4 coming along, looking great. Uh, we don't have this in this article, but um, part of that earnings call was they are hiring 2,000 new developers specifically. So these aren't community people. These aren't middle managers or PR or any of that. These are like actual devs. Uh, want some
1: could argue that yeah. Blizzard could use a few community people right now.
0: Oh, uh, they could use a community system of any kind right now, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I it's guess. really... That stuff fell away, like, uh, in a major way to... Uh, I mean, I'll just tell you straight up. When I started this show, or when I started the instance in 2006, from then... Even though things were kind of different and weird then, but from then until 2018 there was always somebody who, who was like your guy, your contacts, multiple people like that, people in PR, people in community. Um, not that we're all a bunch of needies and we need our whatever, but they were always reaching out and saying, Hey, um, we got some, some codes for you for your next show, or, Hey, we're, you know, we're thinking about getting some reviews out for, you know, talking to Christy golden or whatever. Like they, they just had a very active outreach to content creators, streamers, and that sort of stuff. And, 2018 happened and i don't know what happened but well i know what happened there was a huge layoff after that after that blizzcon it just poof they're they're pulling
3: out of i'm pretty sure they're full they're pulling out of esports as much as possible
0: like i mean they fired all those people
3: like 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 yeah they're not trying to you know get out of it entirely or rip but i think the long-term goal is to just get away from it and just be just have it be like a small segment like, you know, there's Call of Duty esports, but it's not like you hear about it a ton, you know, yeah. see the odd advertisement in a the movie theater, I think like it's just in weird places. But like, you know, they're not putting the energy that Blizzard was putting behind community and, and, and the different esports.
0: Yeah, they're in, no longer trying way. to force it. And maybe that's yeah. OK, because let the community build it
3: and you know I, I think they're done with it i think blizzard also has a problem they're trying to solve i think that all game companies are trying to solve is that like there's a lot of vocal detractors and that they have no control over that like on twitch and stuff like that yeah, like yeah. you know popular esports person become personalities on twitch a lot of the time or high performers and then those guys sort of dictate sentiment that gets spread around as news and then opinions get formed about the company based on what some talking head streamer said instead of what's actually going on with the company. I sort of have this feeling there's, because Blizzard's always kind of ahead of these things. Yeah. Whether you want to detract from them or not, they're pretty, they pretty. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I I think they're trying to change that up too. I, I feel like there's a strategy there that's also related to that. Because yeah. they got a lot of clowns talking shit about them on Twitch basically and YouTube, and they can't con- any any big company can't control it, and mm-hmm. that seems like a bad scenario. Yeah, for I all mean, these it, video game.
1: I, I disagree, though. I think that's I, I think that's selling it short because I think yeah, you're always going to have people that that shit talk, but I think one of the things we talk about here and have talked about is that you you in a way make your community. You know, like. We when we talked about, you know, send dragon beef aside. I don't want to get into that. But we talked about how amazing the community is for Final Fantasy 14. Is that a big part of it? Because it's a seemingly smaller community. Yeah. But is it also because they actively take steps to try and keep that community better? Yeah. Is it because that they have developed a rapport with the people that play their games of feedback being listened to and effective communication back and forth. Yeah. And I do think there's a lot of people out there. uh, I've watched a few videos recently uh, talking about Blizzard in a way that I think is hyperbolic and not productive because I think a lot of people go, Oh, do these developers even play their game? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, of course they do. It's a useless conversation
0: when they do that.
1: And they, they say words like developers as if it's a single body. Yeah. There are a ton of developers inside of Blizzard. And I guarantee you that if you just grabbed a handful of them, you would find passionate, caring individuals. But it is a company. It is a company that needs to go through a lot of process to do anything. I do look at that company, and I, there is a part of me, because I'm real down on World of Warcraft right now, that goes, how do you make the game you currently have? How do you not know how bad it is? When people have been saying this for years, that these things are a problem and you're not addressing them yet. I do think there are some serious issues with that game, with how Blizzard does it. They can fight that. There is fighting against that. You communicate. You don't go on somebody's stream as the lead developer and give a shitty interview and have that be your talking point. For the future of your franchise, you have one of your own in-house community people do that. And it seems ridiculous to me that the WoW community has to sit there and go, well, what do we think of, uh, what do we think of Shadowlands? What, where's the future of that going? Oh, I have to go to some streamer and listen to them interview the lead game designer and hope that they're asking the questions that I care about. that's a ridiculous way to get your news and your hope for the future of the game. Yeah. They like, no, you will never get rid of all detractors. You won't silence every single voice. That's going to naysay. And obviously in the case of world of Warcraft, there's such a diverse audience. You're not going to be able to appeal to everyone, but you can try something Mm -hmm. and it certainly doesn't feel like they're trying.
0: Yeah. There, I think I agree with that general sentiment. I think that, um, they, have been better at this in the past. You know, they they always saw Greg Street as a firebrand and maybe even a liability. I think at times he was maybe seen as a liability internally. I don't actually know that. But I have to think, given the kind of blizzard it was then, they were much more clamped down than they would become in later years about information. Greg would go out there very publicly on Twitter, on the forums, wherever, and he would be kind of blatant and honest about everything. Whatever it was you were going to ask him, he was going to answer it. And he was going to work with you and he was going to talk to you. And like him or not, like his answers or not, that outreach mattered. Like it felt like we were in on the deal. We were part of the conversation in a way that they just don't have anybody like that now, like at all. They don't have anybody at any level like that. They don't have anybody at the top that's sort of like that. Um, and they don't have anybody, anybody at the community level that's like that. It's just kind of another, it's like an old, it's like the old Blizzard wall from like 03. Um I remember it in those days and it was it was very, you know, sort of standoffish and quiet and we don't want to talk. It's maybe different motivations now for why it's like that, and maybe some of that's, you know, Activision pulling the reins back and Moorheim leaves and then suddenly everyone's like, Alright, he left, we can stop worrying about esports so much. Or I I don't know. Um because he was obviously I, I very just, pro that. But I just
3: sort of feel like there would be a cultural shift because Activision is not in, Prior to Blizzard, Activision is not known for its community outreach or doing these things. Right. So I imagine the culture will be brought more in line with the parent parent company. I think it's, you know, we brought more in line with Activision, which is more just just release the games. You don't need to do all this talking with people. Right. (laughs) Like, and I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think that's the direction that I just feel like that probably makes sense for the kind of company and size they are. and, And they don't have... A visionary at the helm
0: that i can see yeah visionary I understand, not, they, I you know they just definitely don't have they don't have channels of i mean n- no disrespect to the handful of people that i know are there in community in pr in other places at blizzard i know you're there but mm-hmm. you're you're kind of on your you you're way more on your own now and you're also very separated now because of just the state of the world and everybody trying to get back to normal so that's a compounding problem but a lot of your co- a lot of your your colleagues were fired, <laughs> like they just all kind of went away because the emphasis went away, and so the emphasis just isn't there anymore. And I'll tell you, it, you can the community feels that stuff, and it's not so much that there are plenty of companies that don't do that anyway, but Blizzard did do that and did it hardcore for a big chunk of time, and then yeah. in about 2018 went whoop, and pulled it out, and that's hard well, and to I, take away.
1: I think this news story is exactly the result of that. You get a company that's losing players because you are going to lose people that cared about it as what it was, but still makes profit. Yeah. And th- at the end of the day, the suits are going to be happy with that. Like we read this story when you read the headline uh, and there's different versions of this headline. You could say Blizzard makes record profits for this quarter. You could also say Blizzard's losing uh, what was the percentage of players or however many players you know, 2 million players um, across their games. Those are, it's the same story, but we read it differently depending on where your investment is. If you have money invested in Activision Blizzard and you care about profits and the company doing good and all of that, then you're reading about a record quarter. Yeah. If you care about the soul of what was there and the, the, Artistry of what you associated with this company in the past, you're reading about players disappearing and you're thinking about the reasons why.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that. I think that's, I think that's probably true. Bums me out to say it. You know, we're life, we're all lifelong Blizzard fans. We love their games. We've always loved their games, but this is a weird, this is a weird time for them. And they maybe can change it, but right now I just feel like they're all very tiptoeing and careful, like too careful. They don't, I don't think they feel like they can change much. And I don't know why. It's easy just to say, "Well, Activision's why." Okay, maybe I don't know. Probably, but it doesn't feel like Jay Allen Brack or anybody else is going to have an all hands on meeting tomorrow and go, "Guys, we got a problem. We got to do this and this and this." It feels like they're not doing that. They feel like they're going, "Okay, careful." Okay, well, at least we got that going on. Oh, where'd Kaplan go? He left. Okay, just be quiet about it. Don't worry about it. He's just it's fine. He was here a long time. It's not a big you know, there's a lot of that going on. Or at least I feel you know, that. They've
3: they've circled the wagons. Yeah. Basically. You know, that's yeah. it's weird. And who knows, you kind of sort of had this thought like, well, once they have some big newsworthy thing, maybe the wagons will release and they'll be back to them old selves. But I kind of just think about instead of thinking about that, they're Blizzard and have these expectations but like they're a giant company, you know, like uh, I don't, a lot of gaming companies release games and you don't talk about their community or their thing around it. And they say, you know, EA still makes plenty of money. Um, they may just, it may just become more like that. That's all. It's I mean, just, it's sad, but I, it is sad. I just, that's yeah. where my expectations are with, with sort of,
0: I think you're probably right to long-term. have those. You're, you'll have, those are going to be safer expectations to have. I hope to forward. be proven wrong. Yeah. I mean, for me, I get more outreach from small indies with a two man team and a tiny game. That'll be 15 bucks on steam. And those people are, they are hungry, man. And they come after you and they want you to, here's a code. If you stream anything or talk about it, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Oh, we're super stoked. Hey, by the way, here's a hat. Like I'm not just saying this should be perks for podcasters and streamers and people. I'm saying the entire player body can feel it when you're retracting, whether it's, whether it seems like it's just the influencer types or if it's, in general, they can feel that retraction, and that is what I think everybody is feeling right now, or most people are feeling it. There's some people that are having the time of their life, and WoW's never been better, and all the reasons in the. I mean, they're fine, and that's great, and they don't even think of these things. But you know, we we the, this this number change, this player number change, cannot be looked at as a positive, especially when everybody else and their dogs' numbers went up during the pandemic for concurrent players. Players online, people playing their game, logins—that stuff went up for everybody except Blizzard. That seems weird, but it's,
3: that's also the other thing. It's a competitive. It's not. It's the most competitive marketplace. The the style of company Blizzard is has faced with its products. There's a long time Hearthstone was the only one of its kind, a high end graphical interface playing card game. Right now there are hundreds, well maybe dozens, but. You got Gwent, you got Magic the Gathering has a really great offering as a competitor. Like they're not unique anymore. So there's way more competition. Shooters are not known for their longevity necessarily, so it's no surprise that Overwatch would lose players because there's a new hot FPS competitive every year. Um, and multiple times a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wow, I mean, you know, you're playing Elder Scrolls, you're playing Final Fantasy fourteen, no shade, no comment, just there's a lot of MMO offerings that have stood the test of time that are alternatives that are more graphically up to date or just fresh experiences, just fresh experiences. It doesn't even have to be that the wows do anything bad. It's just, What's well, why there's I'm doing no unique products, except yeah. the RTS line would be because nobody's done. There's no premier RTSs. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really they're good like, point. Yeah, not making one, so I don't know.
0: Totally agree with that. I, the the MMO thing for me, you totally nailed it. I'm playing ASO and loving it because I'm doing something different than I was doing. Like it's just totally different. <laughs> it's a different perspective. It's a different control scheme. It's a different. It's a one giant server. It's not a million realms. It's a different story approach. It's just a completely different kind of game. And as a result, it's feeling everything feels new. So I don't feel like I'm just treading the same water. And in wow, I feel like I'm treading the same water for 15 years and it's okay. I get it. It's 15 years. No one else has anything like this except EverQuest and others. And they never reached even close to the numbers blizzard had. So, you know, I'm just, I, what I tell my angry WoW friends is it's okay. It's all right. We, uh, There's a hell of a long run and it's still there if you want it. And it will probably be there in perpetuity forever. Like you're never going to not be able to play World of Warcraft if you want to. But if you're feeling this feeling of like, I'm not meant to not like the thing that I used to have so much raw passion for. I think it's okay to admit to yourself that sometimes this stuff wanes. And in gaming, it's no different than television genres or movies you know there's sometimes there's too much fantasy and we switch to sci-fi sometimes that's too much we switch back sometimes we love zombies sometimes we're sick of zombies like welcome to human you know yeah. we get bored so look
1: at world war ii
0: right in, in video games oh, not
1: the actual one in yeah. video game world war ii it was every first person shooter was a world war ii shooter for the longest time yeah. and then it wasn't and now it is again. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, <laughs> going to be in World War II, and everybody yeah. goes. Yee! Yeah. I'm now it's like, well, it used to be. I remember a time where we were like, it's another World War II game, you guys.
0: Oh, all the time we were doing that. Like until modern. Oh, that's why modern warfare was such. And two, well, for two reasons, it was a giant revelation because one, it was like, oh, they brought it modern, but also, um, it's got progression in it. Like this doesn't exist before in shooters. We didn't do this. There was no progression. Suddenly there's this like RPG kind of quality to everything. And now every shooter's like that. Like these cycles come, they peak and they drive away. You know, I don't know when the Fortnite money stops pumping, but it hasn't happened yet. But I'm not interested in any more battle royales. Don't even tell me about them. I don't want to know. I want to know something new and innovative. What that is, is me as a normal person saying I'm sick of a thing and I want to try something new. It's okay to feel like World of Warcraft had its day with you. And your best days might be behind you, and it's okay to feel that way. I don't want, because I understand this feeling of like, not betrayal, but like it's bigger than it is. Like, oh, but but World of Warcraft, you were you were the you were the it, you were always it. But maybe you're not it, and maybe you're not quite it, and you're you're having these little internal struggles or whatever. At least I am, and I think it's okay to to have that. It's a healthy, normal yeah. human thing. <laughs>
3: Games take a long time to make on that scale, so if they are working on something we might just have to wait for it you know yeah. you know at yeah. some point we can expect something 10 20 yeah. years you know it'll take time
0: yeah i might be dead but it's fine i've lived a <laughs> I,
1: I, I might not live to see
3: yeah it. I, I mean not
0: live it to don't see don't it.
1: Happen.
3: none it's
0: of totally us fun. might like that <laughs> <laughs> it might be 30 years who knows like <laughs> oh uh, speak, before we move on if we do ever have any vocal dragon beef on the show which we probably will i don't know about today so much but uh, I have this lined up, Brian. If we, or uh, Brian, I work with too so many Brian's. Hey, John, I have this lined up for us if we ever need it for Dragon Beef. Here you go, Dragon Beef. Now you'll be oh, happy to know my favorite part of making this clip was I went to the uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary and I said yeah. I need to find somebody saying Dragon, find somebody else saying Beef, <laughs> and then add a Dragon sound. And so I'll play the top part again, Dragon Beef. So that's just a great guy at the end, just going Beef. Brief. Beef. Yeah. Beef. Yeah. So if There's you need good it. punctuation
3: with you got those it. two words. Yeah. It's you got beautiful. It. All
0: right. Um, enough of that. Let's move on to Oh, I'm so excited about this. I put this in the news because I didn't even know this was happening. I heard about it this week, which is great because it's tomorrow. But the original Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game that was on PS2 GameCube, I think that may have been it. Maybe original Xbox this is an old game. I love um, PS2. Game. Oh, it was so PS2. good. Ugh. It was like, you know, controller, but it was basically the first time a Diablo kind of game was playable in this way, and it had amazing, you know, all in all the kind of looty ways that was all there and stuff. But it was so, just such a it's perfect. It's a perfect game. It's one of my favorite games ever. And then it just kind of poof went away. Baldur's Gate Two, Dark or Dark Alliance Two, was a thing, but it wasn't as well received. Uh, and it just and kind of all an fa-
1: EverQuest One. I
0: Oh, yeah. What yeah. was that called? Um,
1: uh, Champions of. No, one. Was it Champions of Norath?
0: Champions I of Norath. That's it. That's it. Same developer, I think, even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dark Alliance was insane. It was so good. Well, that same exact game being re released tomorrow on new consoles, like all up res, up chunked, oh. up whatever, uh, coming out on up-chunked. Series X and, <laughs> and PS5. Not PC, weirdly. I don't know what the problem is there, but uh, not on PC, which is a bummer. Um, but I think I'm gonna grab it because I have real fond feelings. I'm also a little nervous though, because what if it doesn't hold up the way I think it does? Because I have real fond memories of that game. I mean, did you watch oh. the trailer? It kind of looks, you know, it doesn't look the best still, even up. Around. No, <laughs> it doesn't look great. It doesn't look bad. The question is like how I just how much wish better they at- still made games like this. Yes. I guess that's my, and I guess they kind of do, like there's a million action RPGs that are sort of ish like this, but there but you was know what something about it. My
1: favorite one of these was,
0: hmm.
1: do you remember when they then made an X-Men version of it and then they made a Marvel version of it Yeah, and Man, uh, it dark, was amazing.
0: What was that first game? It's dark, not dark Alliance. That's this, uh, it was like that though, uh, Marvel yeah. Avengers Alliance or something like that, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, um, and
1: then they they yeah. did bring it back. There is a Switch version, but I don't, I don't, I didn't have a Switch when it came out, so I don't care retroactively. Right, and uh, <laughs> I I want them to bring that game back because yeah. the problem is, is the like Marvel Hero Diablo style game, yeah, is awesome, and all those avenues are closed. They aren't making them anymore. That like Marvel Heroes whatever year they decided to wrap it up 2018 or 2017 or whatever it was on yeah. when it ended mm-hmm. um, that game shut down. Like I miss those. That is, that is the perfect type of game for superheroes. I, and I agree.
0: I'm,
1: we need more of them.
0: I agree. I need. don't know why they can't, why is just lightning in a bottle kind of thing? Like, I, I don't know why it's not, oh dude, John, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt this program for some breaking news. There is a really shitty dragon in this trailer. So I'm going to share there? this with you. Yeah. Um, let's let's pl- here. Let's, let's see st- if
1: we can agree on the badness of a dragon. Here we go. Dragon
0: beef. Oh, yeah, it's a dragon beef. Uh, I'm going to drag this over into our chat so you can see it. I'll put it up on the screen. Chat room. Here it is. That's a bad dragon.
1: Okay, that is a garbage dragon.
0: It's a terrible dragon. We on, agree I'm surprised then. We agree. you
1: don't like it because it, it certainly fits your generic ass class of dragon. You know what?
0: I'm you surprised you don't like it because it has four legs. I thought for sure you'd be into that, but uh, nope.
1: <laughs> nope. 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 We both agree. We yep. hostily agree with one another.
0: No beef here on that particular dragon. But some of the graphic upgrades look nice. Some of it looks like shit, kind of. I can't quite tell how I would feel, but... I can tell you when I first played that game that it was my favorite freaking console game for months. I loved it. Oh look at IO the Beholder, all this D and D stuff, Bo. Look at all that in there.
3: Mm. All
0: right. It looks good.
3: Sorry, I was muted. It looks good, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the price is. The
0: price, like five bucks. It better be cheap. Everything. <laughs> it better, yeah. Everything. It if
3: better, they're be- if they're gonna drop that for like fifty nine ninety nine, I mean, no way.
0: Yeah, if it's not cheap, then what are we even doing? All right. Um, okay, we have a we have a we have a review from Steam here. A couple of them actually that we need to. Uh, dear Martha. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so this will be good. Uh, these are going to be fantastic, especially given the second one because I've actually played that game. So anyway, uh, let's turn it over to dear Martha and see how these go.
1: My dearest Martha, today I submit to you my review of Weedcraft Inc. <laughs>
0: I almost bought this today because it's on sale. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it looked interesting. Martha, plant training is so annoying. Manual long clicks for each freaking plant. Thousands of times, frowny face. (laughs) And no, the employees are not very useful because they are inefficient and very expensive. There are too many strains The game is not designed to help you on this. You have to manually grind all the time when planting a different strain or choosing a strain to sell. Oh, and you have to keep talking and talking and talking and talking with everyone to keep the good relationships, which is good only when you want to befriend a cop to ask him a friendly favor to turn a blind eye to your activities or ask for a string from a competitor. Blackmailing is just useless waste of time because if you're doing it, those people will leave after two months regardless of your relationship with them. So what's the point of gathering so much dirt about them if you're not going to take advantage of this? Monthly costs are too high. And you must grind your way to have a positive balance. Yours in this life and the next, Cello Neb 1.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cello Neb? Cello <laughs> that's Neb. The
1: best, that's the best guess on how to pronounce
0: it. Okay, that. pretty good. Well, I right. should have watched the trailer before he played it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Uh, next up, we have Farm Manager 2021.
1: My dearest Martha. I now present to you a review for Farm Manager 2021. Martha, Generic American Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the twee music, the shiny-faced, all-American employees, the massive mansion farmhouse, and all rectangular fields. Ugh, where's the soul? Yours in this life and the next Giblet <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's the soul I mean I'll agree with Giblet that game's not that remarkable It's okay I played it It's alright it's pretty good It's not great though uh, That was amazing Giblet if you're out there listening it's Short and sweet that's what we like him buddy uh, Alright <laughs> Enough of that now what this Yeah this games we played uh, shipbreaker got their big update today i've been waiting for it forever so thank you devs at shipbreaker for releasing a patch on thursday uh so i didn't have to wait all the way till the weekend um i've been waiting for a long time for this update this update basically wiped all progress which is why i put my play time in the game on hold otherwise i loved coming to this every day at least at least once a day i was tearing a ship apart and uh they updated it in there now is some story some additional character stuff some uh, i don't know where that's all going yet because i'm still early but uh, I was introduced to a bunch of characters that are all sort of on the radio and have, you know, stuff to say. Uh, new ships are in there. New progression system is now implemented. So uh, that all got kind of overhauled and uh, changed. I think I like the changes actually quite a bit. It used to be this big unending, uh, l- like a checklist, almost like a shopping list of stuff you wanted to try to do for that for that disassembly. And when you would accomplish one, you'd get a thumbs up and, and whatever points were associated with it. And if you didn't, you just lost track of it well now this does it more like there are three three levels of ship uh, destruction and if you can get to the third that's enough to make all your quotas and kind of be done even though there's still big chunks left or something or you can go all the way and get all the money spent uh, by saving everything if you want to so there's a little bit of flexibility on the on the kind of end game of each, big, uh, of each ship that you're tearing apart and I really like that um, hmm. anyway not far enough in to really say much else. I just got tethers unlocked and some other stuff that I'm used to in the in the previous build. But uh, it feels good to be back, freaking shipbreaker, baby! I love that game.
1: Does the uh, does the new story mode confirm if it's in the homeworld universe?
0: Uh, no. Well, if it does, I don't. I can't tell yet. Um, but not yet. Um, nothing they've okay. said or done has indicated any of that. And the intro with the little girl reciting the poem about her dad getting the job up on the shipbreaker thing. That's all in there still, so they haven't changed some of that initial stuff. Um, it seems also just smoother, a cl- little cleaner. I don't know; it's hard to explain. Just a good polish run on things. Just feels like stuff just looks maybe a little nicer than it did when I last played it. I don't know; it could just be me being excited. Has it come
3: now. a long way from since when you first started to? Oh, for sure. Now?
0: Yeah, from its initial my initial buy of the thing till now, it definitely had some huge improvements. I think they're really close now. To being done done, and it sounds like no more wipes because this the story stuff is going to come um, in waves, and then when the final story waves done, that's roughly when they're going to hit 1.0 and just release the damn thing. But I oh, still I think mean. it's a good buy for for an early access game, and I love it. Oh my gosh, I love it. It just chills me out. Just one of the most zen games uh ever oh i have a vo- uh, you can pick a voice now so your character has a voice even though you don't really say much but when you get burned you yell a lot more and stuff like that so it reminded me john so it's
1: like it's yes. like final fantasy
0: <laughs> yes it reminded me of that so it, when i'm doing it, it's like pick your voices and there's female male and all this and i hit the one first male when he goes ah, oh, ah, blah, 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 like freaking out because he's burning or whatever so it's all <laughs> like the death and burn and yell noises that you would make it's great
1: and oh, man, of, they should they should hook up with Warner <laughs> Brothers and get some Looney Tunes, you know, Samity Sam. My biscuits are burning. My biscuits are burning in there. That'd be great.
0: Hell yeah. Marketing. It's, it's yeah, marketing 101. It's very good. Laura for real says next patch has dragons. That'd be cool, too. But I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Shipbreaker Let's, still this rad.
3: game has an important message. You guys hear that uh, there's an actual rocket uh, going to land somewhere randomly on the
0: earth? No. From where? From who?
3: Uh, I think China launched a rocket, you know, to send materials up to build their space station. So there's a rocket, and then it's, you know, adrift and it's it's going at like 20,000 miles per hour or something like that. Oh my gosh. And it's not expected to burn up in the atmosphere. So it's expected to land somewhere randomly on the planet. That really raised my anxiety when I saw that article. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot of square footage they're they're hoping it'll land in the water but really it could land in theory anywhere and that's just a great thing to know that you might randomly get crushed by a stupid chinese rocket at some point somewhere else in in the you know so it's important to break up these ships that's why this game makes me think of that like, yeah you gotta get rid so of it yeah too much float back stuff. down into the planet
0: exactly oh my god that's hilarious um I did fire a water, Hello, an empty, I, I fired an a empty water bottle at the earth while I was tearing a ship apart today. I don't know if it ever arrived there, but I just turned. Oh,
3: well, it might burn up. Most stuff burns up. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's why we're not, it's not as bad, but this isn't. So, no. um, I don't know. I, I just try not to think about it. Honestly, it is weird, <laughs> like, right? Like the if they odds say, of
1: it hitting you was not good. You're right. Right. But it's going to hit somewhere.
3: Yeah, it'll hit yeah, somewhere. Hopefully you know? the water. It's mostly water that covers the earth, so hopefully it lands sure. in the ocean, I yeah. guess. It's the safe bet. I wonder but... what
0: the... You could do the odds on it. I wonder what they are. Like, the odds... You could figure that math out and figure Probably out one in
3: what. a trillion or something. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Trillion. What?
1: Here's a story for you. You go to a bookie to make a bet on where it's going to land. <laughs> And you win, yeah. But it turns out it lands on the bookie. That's
0: where you bet, and you can't collect <laughs> it With a record of your transaction, S-S-S-L-L. yeah. <laughs> He's got the paperwork. You're screwed. You're not going to win. That's fine. well.
3: If Trent said is correct, he says, or he or she says, New York is the farthest north it will be. So I'm
0: good. You guys are still screwed. Oh, okay, great. Well, we got a lot of room here down here we're we'll probably be okay
3: yeah i mean the odds are good that it's not going to happen but i just don't like the the whole idea whole premise that we're shooting stuff up into the atmosphere and just letting it <laughs> and land. that yeah. could randomly rain down on people seems very irresponsible it,
0: it feels like we've gone to great lengths generally different space agencies in different countries have gone to great lengths to say all right the the coming back to earth the re-entry process is this it's going to be this part of the ocean we're going to have these ships ready to go pick up the the Junk or The Survivor or what, you know, whatever it is. I don't know why this one's such a random thing. It's like, ah, we just, we don't know. It'll come, it'll, it'll be here. That's dumb. That's dumb. China, let's get together. Get it together. Yes, yeah, seriously. You're two for two now. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Hello, China. All right, great. Uh, let's move on to uh, Apex Legends Legacy uh just real quick
1: yeah you got to talk about this because a second ago you just said i don't want to play another battle royale if i see another battle royale i'm gonna throw up that's right
0: good news good news because that's the whole point of this update it introduces a brand new permanent mode to the game uh this is i would argue their attempt to uh compete with CS:GO and um valorant at the whole three v three or you know whatever v whatever round based buy guns at the top of the round try to win best of five or whatever style game mm. you're dead you're mm. dead that kind of game and that's what this is it's three v three and it's a new like i said new permanent mode all the characters work in it you still get your alts and you get all the cool stuff that you have um but there are these smaller arenas and um other stuff came with this update. Like there's a new character who's actually a descendant from one of the bosses you fought in uh, Titanfall two. So there's a little bit of mm-hmm. cool connection there. Uh with Titan- with the Titanfall universe. Um, anyway, she's basically who is it Farrah who shoots all the rockets as her ultimate in uh Overwatch. I think yeah. that's Farah. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, she's sure. kinda like that. One of her ultimates or one of her big deals is she flies up in the air and then shoots a bunch of, you know, bumblebee rockets that fly all over the place and kill people, but Anyway, that's not the important part. The three v three arena stuff is really fun. I really like it, and I've, I'm an old. I used to love, uh, way back in the day. I played the Counter Strike mod just unendingly back in the late '90s, early 2000s, just all the time. I loved it. So I really, I already like that kind of play. I like the kind of slow down, be careful. You go, you got one life, and that's it. Don't f it up. Um, they add to this the abilities that you have in in the battle royale, which is you know you've got shield you can buy ahead of the game. Um, better grenades. You can upgrade your gun between rounds. If you survive that round, you can upgrade the gun you have. So they have some of the elements of the BR pulled back into this arena, but for the most part, you're you know you're kind of playing Valorant in a way. And uh, I had a lot of fun in there. I was playing with randos even, and, and we ended up one and t- win, We won two. I lost one, but they were really fun, super intense, and not a battle royale. Like I'm just kind of sick of that. I'm sick of the hundred come in, one of you comes out scenario because i'm never going to compete well in there but here i can i feel like i have a chance i feel like i'm working toward a goal with a small team you know one shot and you're dead it's pretty cool so um i think we may end up playing some of that it's on steam now so oh that's the other thing i installed it on steam for the first time launched it and it just knew who i was and i didn't have to even launch um origin or whatever the new pc EA thing is it just ran and had all my progress and my levels and everything. Oh, it was nice. it was great. I didn't have to do anything. It was awesome. I think they've they've been really liberal with that game to say this is like a huge winner for us. We don't want to F anything up around the edges, so just let it be playable. Just go play it. And, don't uh, let
1: Origin touch it. It'll mess it up.
0: Yeah. Um it's fun though. I had a really good time in there and uh, would do that again, uh, especially with friends. I think a uh, a three man like the three of us in there would be would be a hoot. Um it's a lot of fun. I liked it. Uh, so that, to answer your question, John, I did not play a Battle Royale. I played a 3v3 arena game.
1: Nice. That does sound nice. That sounds yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. And once again, their intro videos they make for their seasons and things, top-notch shit. It's so good. They should make a movie. I would go see their movie. Maybe not in theaters, but I'd watch it. We should get some netflix money at least to make a i agree dude netflix has they now have dota 2 and league of legend uh animes they have the yeah. two main mobas they have animes of both what the frick what world do i live in that's insane Did the
3: diablo one get canceled there was a lot of talk that there was a diablo netflix happening too but
0: i just don't think I we've heard anything going. but i think it's still going i think there's still yeah. progress they'll probably time it around the time that game hits or something that would make a lot of sense uh, Chatterin's asking about too, so. Scavengers. I haven't heard of Scavengers. Is that a new uh, shootery thing? Is I is
1: heard it? of it, and I honestly... Scavengers. I, scavengers. I, because it's a generic... It's not a bad name, but it's a generic name, and I mixed it up with Outriders and was like, oh, I know what that game is, so I did not know what that game
0: is. I'm was. pulling it up just to get a quick look at it. Um Your website looks kind of neat. Bo, that's funny. You said... Scavengers? because I'm playing an indie game for a boop show called S- uh, Skeletal Avengers. Or Skeletal oh. Avenger. Skevengers. And I, when I first saw it, I went, Skeletal Avenger, because you were in my head. So, Skeletal. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, this looks kind of fun. Little well, three, um, what's this, free play? Oh, it's got really mixed reviews, though. I don't know.
3: I like it. Mean, it's sort man. of, you know, it could be the next uh, Fortnite, or it could be the next... Um, Cliff Blazensky joint, whatever that game was called.
0: Oh yeah, what was that called? That had- shooter
1: game, survival game, fighting game, action adventure game. Mm. So many genres.
0: Made by that name, the the name and development. You know, you know, uh, Midwinter Man- Entertainment, Manhandlers or something like that. Was Shooting it? jumpers. Oh, the the called? Cliffy B game. What was that called? Yeah. Shit, shit jumpers. Poop, poop, poop nibblers. What was it? not gears of war. Guys. i don't remember
3: it's been so a while that we've on, i have to look uh, it up now frick. it's it was a generic name lawbreakers
0: lawbreakers yeah yep, lawbreakers. that's, that's it. it
3: that's it <laughs> yeah guys lawbreakers we break the law like it's a little bit more time in the oven on that name and concept
0: yeah it had potential like, but I mean, it you
3: know. arose by any other name, right? Like, in another universe, Warcraft is the dumbest name for a video game ever. But it isn't because it was a good game. Well, yeah. If it was you, a bad game, it'd be so, you know. But Lawbreaker still, I, especially because they capitalized the B, but no space between Lawbreaker. Oh, you're not know, you know, a fan just, of that? You don't yeah, like that? Yeah, that's what killed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bad title. I, I
0: you know, no, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm with you. it. As a voice out in the ether, just giving his dumb opinions about games. I'm that's about say. what killed
0: that game.
3: This didn't have a space in the name. It was just—it was hard for me to press the button to start the launcher because I'm just like, yeah, this game's all right, but it's called Lawbreakers. Yeah, give me a space. And then you. Like, I just when I say it, I feel like I'm 14, being I'm playing this <laughs> sweet game. It's about breaking the law called Lawbreakers.
0: <laughs> it's like it's not law. sweet. No breaking one thinks that's law. cool. Yeah, someone thinks that's cool. Not us. Uh, what else? CSO. Right. I won't get into too much. I'm just really enjoying it. Uh, having having a there's a quest line storyline that happened in uh, else northern elsewhere. I think that was just amazing. I've been sending clips to these guys, but I just love the I love the whole string of stories. We basically established a new cat lady queen, a Khajiit queen, uh, mm. the rightful heir to this throne. And man, those people love me now. Oh boy. Because they think I'm the
1: jellical ball, and (laughs) they went up to the jellical moon. (laughs)
3: What's (laughs) jellical?
1: I don't know if we have time to get into what jellical is. It's a nonsense word from the movie and Broadway show Cats.
0: Yeah. I've never seen Scott knows what that is. Oh, I did. I've heard of it. I've heard of it before. Okay, But I haven't well, seen okay, that Okay, Cats,
3: I get it. Khajiit, Cats the movie, it's yeah. related. The Khajiit. Oh.
1: Well, the <laughs> clip he showed had a bunch of cats talking about the moon, and I was like, wow, this is the most jellical thing since all those jellical cats They're came super to into the moon. So moon.
0: it's all about the sun and the moon and balance and all that. This is their culture thing. So the Kajit are really – I used to think, oh, cat people, never going to play one of those. But the game has really – open that up. I really like that race. I really like their history. It's very cool. And some of these temples I was in, these underground temples are just so ornate and rad. They just made, I don't know. I have new respect for the Khajiit. They're cool. They're not just cat Mm -hmm. people after all.
1: I'm glad they're doing stuff with them because I have, and it's weird because I guess it's racist, even if it's about a fake race that doesn't exist, but all they ever do in elder scrolls games, they're like, we need a skooma addict. What should we do? Let's put a kajit in there. Like it's always a kajit. Like if somebody's yeah. selling you skooma or somebody's ODing on skooma, is always a kajit. Yeah, hundred percent of the time.
0: I feel like in ESO, the 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 not bummer race, but the race that always seems to be the one that's like strung out on skooma. <laughs> seems like it's the lizard people whose names I can't think of suddenly. But
1: oh, maybe it's the lizards that's. Dude. Maybe they
0: have a thing for that. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, but the lizards the are always works just on like lizards and cats. But they've got their own cool shit going on too. It's, it, the game's really good at like, um, that kind of lore building stuff that I don't think the, the, the previous Elder Scrolls games had some of that, but a lot of it you had to read in those books you'd find. Um, yeah. This tells a lot of story and it's, it's very good. And they did some stuff with the, um, the Cadwell character played by John Cleese. I did not see coming. I couldn't believe they they pulled a, like a story twist John off. I Cleese. didn't see coming. Yeah, he was great. In, he's good in it. It's very good. There's a whole bunch of really great actors that for whatever reason, I guess they paid him do voice work in this thing. And, mm-hmm. um, they're all, they're all excellent. I think my favorite may have been Bill Nye's take on, um, the, the human King. I forgot his name, but the guy, you guys all know him. He's, uh, Famous British actor. He's in all sorts of. Yeah, shit. he's the Slarty Bart in yes. um yes
3: uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, he's he, he plays Slarty Bart Fast.
0: He's that gnarly head vampire in the under the first Underworld movie, which was pretty good. Um, I think he's
3: in one of the Shaun of the Dead or one of the
1: yeah, one of those the movies. Stepdad.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. He's in. I think he's in all of those. Actually, he might be in the all first those. two because he's also the police captain.
0: In oh Hot right, Fuzz. he's a police captain in Hot Fuzz. Yes. Yes, he that guy, he's great in it. And he and he just was such a great voice. Peter Stormare's in it. The guy that put uh, Steve Buscemi in a, in the chipper in the end of Fargo. He's in it. Um, it's just great. I love all the, the, the voice work. It's just really top notch stuff. And it's drug me in big time. I'm really into it. Um, all right, John, now on to no beef, but on to, you know, Final Fantasy 14. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, I'll just do a quick check in and say I beat the Heavensward expansion, uh, or at least the story portion of it. I've now moved on to the Stormblood expansion, as we teased in either the pre-show or this show. I don't remember. Uh, I think that's definitely falling in line with Scott's Jam because it is a lot of desert. It's a lot of rusted ruins and mechs in the desert and dealing with the Imperials and, uh, you know dusty old temples and stuff like that. So, uh, but it's cool. I mean, that game continues to surprise me. And I think that's the big thing that that keeps being so refreshing about it is Stormblood sets up as this very clear like uh, hey, we're going to go to uh, this, this area that's under military control. We're going to try and free them. Our hand kind of got forced on it, but we're going to do it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know, that's not the most exciting thing I've ever heard. But uh, all right, let's go do it. And like within the first 15 quests there, you're dealing with it and it does not go the way you expect it. And then the story pivots. And I was like, wow, this game's really doing a good job of surprising me, and keeping me on my toes. Mm. And uh, I I would say that uh, the one before Storm, uh, not Stormblood, Heavensward was kind of the same way um, where it was hey you're going here to do this thing and you did it over the course of the main story and then it just kept it just kept taking these weird turns that were unexpected and uh i've really enjoyed the story and the characters and it's a it's a game where when characters die which does happen from time to time i I genuinely am bummed out that those characters aren't going to be around and i feel that impact so uh I'm having a I'm having a great time with it and I'm going to just keep plugging away at it. I made my character a cat lady, so I guess I'm with you Scott, oh. I'm feeling a little jellical these days. Sure. And uh I had a file of Fantasia or Fantasia or whatever it's called, and I was like, "Yeah, let's change my character. And now my character's a cat." So
0: Perfect.
3: Nice. Are there drugs? Are there is there a is there a equivalent in uh Yeah. What do you guys get? On? I don't know. Final I mean, Fantasy? I mean, Are we gonna have scuba wars next?
1: <laughs> Chat's the chat comes alive when I talk about Final Fantasy with correcting me, hmm. asking me things that I've done that I probably haven't done, and giving me details. So chat, is there drugs in Final Fantasy Fourteen?
0: Or is Final Fantasy Fourteen the drug? Ooh. That might be the drug.
1: Look, yeah. I've seen some of the stuff in that game. Yeah. It might be the
0: drug. It might be the There's drug.
1: There's some weird I fought a buff book
0: like yeah yeah
1: that was one of my favorite things because you're going through this dungeon and it's all uh it's a library so you're fighting a bunch of books and related things like oh here's a tome that contains evil so now the book is evil and you got to fight it and they were like well now we want a boss book and it was just the most like middle schooler drawing in his notebook like he's like yeah I'm gonna draw a bunch of book enemies <laughs> like okay well we need a yeah. boss one what are you gonna do I'm gonna put big muscles on this book <laughs> and it was my is is a buff tome that's what we're gonna do yeah. it uh, wouldn't be
3: Final Fantasy without that and Final Fantasy 7 remake had a uh, caught it you have to fight like a house oh, really? yeah. at one point the, yeah, you the, was, have to like, battle a house like it's just it's just literally a house and like the windows open and shit comes out like there's and the house, it doesn't even have legs or anything. It Just bounces around. And you just you're
0: whacking a house.
3: <laughs> so I, it's that, funny, but it's like it's definitely immersion breaking. If you like, you know, if you don't want immersion breaking, you're gonna Final well, Fantasy's not. For well, you.
0: that's what I think maybe is going on right now. Like all this dragon beef. If we chisel down through it, it depends on you know my mood could switch. Next year, I'd be in a totally different mood. But right now, I like the grounded. This is a fantasy world, and we're going to we're going to live in that world, and we're not going to get goofy in that world too much. Like even wow, goofy. Like it's just going to be very fantasy, very dark fantasy, very very much what you think of when you think of the the, what was the books not the books of time? What was that called? Uh, Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Or. Even Game of Thrones or, you know, anything that's just like this, like, here's a world building world and we are going to build in it and it's going to be that world. There will be no buff books. There'll be no books with muscles in this game. And I think I am just. Are there in characters
3: the, with, who reflect real life, like Harrison Jones and stuff like that? None of that. Like that none, none of that. that. None of that. Well, anyway. if there
0: is, I don't, I don't recognize the references. It's possible, I suppose. And it's not like the game doesn't have its, you know, trappings like you can dance and there's but it's all stuff that is plausible in the world itself. The character of Cadwell, played by John Cleese, is meant to be funny, and there he's are moments got a that are
1: pot on his head. He has
0: a pot on his head, which is not the funny part. But he'll say things sometimes, and I'll laugh at them. But he's doing it in the context of the world. It's never fourth wall breaking or whatever. And a lot of people like me, when it comes to like shooters, I would rather play a shooter that doesn't take itself too seriously. For some reason, I'm in the mood for an MMO that does take itself too seriously in a way. And I think that's why it's working for me, because they're just not they're not busting too far out of those walls. Whereas if you're looking for something just a little more fanciful and a little more like willing to say, what if a guy drove? What if his mount was the car from Final Fantasy 15? That's cool. And it is. It's in there. It's in that game. So why not? You know why not? Why not a bunch of automata-looking lady skins? But why i not?
1: i think the i think the thing that I really appreciate is that it does a good job of juggling both. Like, yes, you can be like we saw in that video. If you want to be the guy wearing a purple suit and a big fat yellow Chocobo head on your head, that you can you can be that man. That can be you. Yeah. But the story is like surprisingly heavy and deep. Like, going into this country and them going, all right, well, like, the reason you're fighting is because a group of rebels decided to stage a battle and pretend, like, oh, we're going to attack this place and sacrifice their own army in a battle to kind of force the rest of the nations to go, well, now we have to go to war. And you go over there, and so there's this political drama behind the scenes and they're like, well, we're going to have to go to war. We need to get the resistance on our side. And you go and talk to them. And they're like, guys, you've been ignoring us for so long, letting us just be ruled by these people like we're beaten down. And every time somebody's come in and said, hey, we want to free you. We want to do right by you. We send our children to go fight in a war and they don't come home. Jeez. And you're asking for more children. We don't have any. We're not going to fight in this war for you. (laughs) And it's like, it's surprisingly heavy topics where like you're getting into the nature of what it's like to, you know, you have an empire that's ruling. What's it like for people who kind of get indoctrinated to that philosophy and join with them? You know, what's it like to ask somebody, hey, you want to lend us troops to help fight them? And they're like, guys, the people you're fighting are our own people conscripted we're not killing the empire. We're killing ourselves. Yeah. Like these are the conversations they're having. And you're like, this is deep. And then yes, the car from final fantasy 15 <laughs> goes driving by with a Chocobo man inside <laughs> of it. going. <laughs> so you do get both sides of it. Yeah. But I'm not saying this about, is good. That's there's some about how it's presented where it's like, you know when the drama is going to be there and you know when the fanciful like crazy stuff yeah and i there.
0: think that's awesome they've clearly hit the right note they've done it's 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 great i, I think they're i think it's just a matter of what mood i'm in because they're made they're, they're probably coming a time where i'll be in the mood to go back and do that and i'll be ready because i'm already level 70 and just need a story boost and i'm there so we shall see um, we both said we wouldn't talk much about our MMOs of choice at the moment, but neither yeah. neither of us were able to not because it's just we're having a lot of fun in these games and dragon, it's, yeah, yeah, it's taken continues.
1: up most of my playtime. Honestly, I'm. Yeah. Putting courtesy time in other games so I can talk about something. Well, tell
0: me about Mega Man X Legacy Collection, because those are hard hard games. And why did you play those games?
1: Let me tell you about a Super Nintendo game while we're talking about (laughs) what's new and relevant. I played two Super Nintendo games re-released on modern consoles. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Mega Man X series, so I've been playing through all those games. I beat X1 and X2. I'm working on X3 um i don't really have a lot to say except that collection's great i think the Mega Man x games is a fantastic franchise and it was on sale so i picked it up and uh yeah i like it these That's were it. old these were
0: snes games these are this is like a collection of those i never played these so i don't i don't really know what the lineage is on the Mega Man stuff yeah like, so
3: there's- it was 10 when they introduced zero right uh
1: oh, is that right? No. So well, it's called Mega Man X, it's not Mega Man 10, although oh. there is an uh, anyway, we won't get into that. But yeah, it is Mega Man <laughs> X It is a different okay, franchise. <laughs> uh Mega Man X uh is where Zero shows up. Zero is the best character in Mega Man. Uh-huh. Um and yeah, so there's, there's Legacy Collection 1 and there's Legacy Collection 2. Legacy Collection 1 has the first three games from the Super Nintendo and the first game from the PlayStation on it. And then the second Legacy Collection has the last two from the PlayStation and then I believe two more games from the PlayStation 2 era. On it, wow! And uh, so it's a it's a decent chunk of games you get with it. Um, they seem to be pretty solid ports. They've got a bunch of I love the artwork to the Mega Man series. Like whoever did the art there, it's just there's a real whimsy to it that I enjoy. Mm. And uh, so it has the museum mode where you can go through and look at all the art behind it and all that stuff. And yeah, just having a really good time playing some old games.
0: Does it include this dialogue? Hold on. You must recover all the energy immediately, Mega Man. But where is Dr. Wily? That's a good question. We may be able to locate another energy emission from the radar room. Do we Do we get any
3: of that? From the radar room?
1: <laughs> Unfortunately not. That's from, uh, I believe, Mega Man two. 9 or oh, I 8. That two. I it was uh, 2. Okay. There is a collection from that. That's not from the X game. But don't you worry, Scott. Mm. If you want bad voice acting... Those PlayStation-era Mega Man games and the PS2 ones definitely still fulfill it. Mm. Uh, if you want a character that every time he swings his sword goes, you can play Mega Man X4 <laughs> and you will hear it every single time. Wow. Okay. At no point did someone go, you know, maybe people are going to get sick of hearing this sound effect when he swings his sword.
3: <laughs> you know, is it just me? But that that dialogue now... Scott, we've been listening to that for so long. It yeah. doesn't sound like bad voice acting to me anymore.
0: It just sounds like a part of the show. Like when it sounds he says, "like I, it's just
3: excellent." I'm, I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "Why can't there be more voice acting like yeah. this?" It's
0: beautiful. I agree. I'm into the uh, the the worse the better. I'm I'm super happy on this. Uh, Link, bad.
3: Uh, can you get me the uh, co- co- coconut from the from the tree? <laughs> it, yeah. It's a it's a Go mean. to Kakakuri like, Village Mar- and get Mario. Me, um,
0: get me a radar room. Yeah. But this thing where it's just no take, Terry. Like it's one take and you're out. And
1: uh-huh. well, yeah, it's the stutter in the middle. Like it's like you don't want to do another take where you don't mispronounce the name. I mean, they brought M-
0: their McMahon. cranky grandpa in, and he didn't want to do more than one take. I, that's the only thing I can think of. Like why? Why wouldn't you just re-record that one line? All the kids did fine, or whoever the other voices are. Just have him reread that, and they didn't because he was probably cranky and pissed or something. Like, I'm not reading it again. I don't know. I, to me, it's the biggest mystery. I don't <laughs> yeah, think I need, to, think more I need voice to reread actors. your
1: scripts, Mega M- Ma- Man. Ma- 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 Ma-
0: and by the way, that was eight. So just for the just for the record, okay. Okay. Mega Man.
3: More voice actors who don't give a shit about video games who aren't ha- like happy they're working on you know because you hear a lot of voice actors like oh I love the character and I'm happy to play the video game you know where people are like ah I just did the stupid video game game <laughs> whatever like, let me say my lines and get the f out of here <laughs> like, you know make the kids happy like that's we need more people like that. I agree. Because they sell they sell the lines in a different way,
0: you yep. know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, also, you played Dragon Quest Builders 2, which showed up on Game Pass. This made me very happy because I really like Dragon Quest Builders 2, like a lot. I don't know how much I've talked about it on here, but played a hell of a lot of that on Steam when it first came out. And I may play it again on my console just because that's a good sit-on-my-butt game. But anyway, what do you yeah. think of Dragon Quest Builders 2?
1: It's great. It's charming. It's got a lot of whimsy from the, from the very moment of like, you know, you go through the whole little intro bit and then it goes to a black screen and it says your name. And I put my name cause apparently I keep doing that recently forgetting that an old video game trope is to name your character when you write your name. Mm-hmm. So I keep playing games where my character's name is John, which is fine, yeah, but fine. I, it surprises me when it happens. Yeah, And the guy goes, John, <laughs> you are the chosen one. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and then the camera fades in and it's a skeleton. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. We're going to kill you. Soon. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, this, is, this is really great. Yeah, like there's just a charming quality to it. And, uh, you know, it's very Minecrafty, but I don't know. There's just something about, uh, the way the characters run around and are displayed and the way they're showing all of that, that, yeah. um, it's just fun. It's just really speaking to me. I'm not very far. I basically got through the tutorial where you're, you know, on a ship where they basically they're they, everybody's talking about how they're going to kill you later. Yeah. But then the ship starts getting holes and having problems. And because in the uh, Dungeon Quest builders world, like the ability to build stuff is something that nobody thought of until builders showed up. They yeah. were like, wait a minute. You put things together <laughs> and make stuff. Yeah. Yeah. what like they don't know so somebody's like i don't know there's supplies around here do you think you could make a torch and you're like yeah i can and they're like wow yeah so you run you run around and you just make stuff for them and they're stoked and then the ship starts to sink yep. and uh they're like can you build us out of this predicament we're in and you're like yeah i can and you sort of fix the ship and then the ship wrecks anyway and everybody dies yeah Very it sounds bad. right
0: but yeah,
1: it's cool, uh, but it's I'm a cool having, take. having fun with it. Yeah, yeah they it's are free the, on Game Pass.
0: Yeah, it's for if you got Game Pass, no reason not to try it. Um, but it's a uh, it's a very cool game. It's, it's, my only complaint about it in the past has been it's just never on sale. It's always fifty nine bucks. It didn't matter if you want it on switch or whatever. It just felt like the kind of game that needs a discount. Having it on Game Pass is very nice. So there's that. Bo, I'm looking at your list and you played a hell of a lot of Game Pass. Speaking of Game Pass. Uh, yeah! Wow, Children of Mort is one of my favorite little uh, recent indies. What do you What do you think of that thing? I like that's that
3: game. Uh, a game that I've played the most. I still I don't know if that I'm very far. I'm still in that first cave, the Pekipolum caves mm-hmm. or whatever they call them, yeah caves, something like that, something like that. Um, I think it's a really great game. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, what I like about it is, um, I guess you just have this family story that's getting told by this one narrator, and it's just super. Great, yeah, it's just super. The story you is in really that good, mood.
0: right? That story, yeah, is and crazy good for weird reasons.
3: Tells you in little drips and drabs, and mm-hmm. I don't know for an indie game and just the style that it is. It, I, I just kind of like the way the guys animate. You can clearly tell who the uncle is, he's got the hair, is like an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. There's it, it really works. I sometimes wish not that the art style is bad, but it is pixel art, so sometimes. There's like a lack of detail, like it's hard to see, like I'm playing on the TV, I don't know. It just feels a little blotchy sometimes and I just I crave more detail from these beautiful characters. Yeah. It's not a complaint though. And mm. the gameplay's alright too. Like it feels pretty good on a controller. It's no Diablo, but it play it's a, you know,
0: ARPG for all intents and purposes. You shoot at things, damage numbers come out, you just no loot system. Really. You're gonna love the little brother when you unlock him. He has these shocker yeah. things, or maybe you already have. But he's
3: awesome. yeah, I've got I've got the two brothers and the girl, the fire oh, okay. girl. Okay, okay,
0: well, yeah. You're getting yeah. on then. You, there's a I think grandma. You get grandma eventually. She becomes a yeah. I have
3: two or three more characters that I haven't unlocked yet. Okay. So maybe I'm, I'm assuming Grandma's going to be one of them, and probably mom. She's pregnant, so when she gives birth to,
0: I assume she becomes unlocked as well as a character. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I have her either. I'm. I'm pro, uh, I know I'm further than you, but not much. I. That's just a cool game, and they convey a lot with, with their graphic choice, their style of pixel stuff. Conveys yeah, a lot yeah. of story. It's really well and, done.
3: And even though they tell you some story when you return back home, you can also sort of scroll around and, and find what that what they're up to. Like you can catch the young boy swimming, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin likes to swim. You're like, where well, Kevin's not in his room? Where is he? And you look around. He's he's swimming and there's a dog you rescue so you can go search for the dog like they're just you know they're always doing something different like each time but not mind blowing but just moves forward the story yeah. a little bit it reminds me a lot of Hades like a less mm-hmm. yeah like a, a less interactive less sort of developed Hades but like it's has the same like every time i go back something new kick the can yeah. down the road the the stuff heritage. the <laughs>
0: interstitial t- things yeah. that tie the runs together cuz cuz at the end of the day it's kind of yeah. another roguelike but they create this story tapestry in between that really ties it together. I yeah, like that a lot. It's
3: really much simpler, but the mood of it, I could see someone not liking the Hades because It's very artsy fartsy in a way, like in a good way, but it's still very like, oh, I'm uh, your brother and let's have a conversation for two hours and talk mm-hmm. about, do we love each other? Or are we lovers? You know, it's just this whole thing where where this Children of Morta is just like a narrator going like, And the Bergson's gathered for dinner, and they had a lovely turkey and told tales and sang songs.
0: He's got a cool narrator voice,
3: though, right? You like that? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. That's what I mean. But it's like, it's very simple compared to the overdone Hades. You know, it's not like badly overdone. It's Mm -hmm. just Hades is really overwrought, where this is very... It's, it's that stoic uh, simpleness, I think, to the aesthetic that yeah. I like. Anyways, great great little game. Um, yeah, so I probably played that the most, but I have, you know, because there's a lot on the list here. I've, I've, like, started up a couple of different things. One thing I wanted to talk about, because I watched the first episode of Bad Batch yesterday. Oh, I heard it's great. the day before. I heard good thing. I mean, I love the animated Star Wars. I just, I love it so much, so I'm all signed up for Bad Batch. It has even a first little guest appearance. If you like rebels, you'll like what you see right in the first few minutes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just love that the the way they're interconnecting a lot of stuff. Um, um, so I was like, oh man, I want more Star Wars. So I downloaded Battlefront because I too because I never really played the campaign. I just played multiplayer with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I played through the whole campaign. So the campaign's actually pretty awesome. Mm. Uh, I liked like I, it. I thought it was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, like I, the gameplay is like, eh, it's just Battlefront. Like it, it doesn't blow your socks off. It's fun, it but it's not fun. you know like a full blown. It's not Fallen Redhead, you know, full gameplay kind of thing. <laughs> but like, <laughs> which is also a really good game. But I, it's actually a pretty decent story that ties in in a pretty interesting way, and actually has like sad moments and stuff. Like it's the full on like oh a tale. Uh, even if it's really light, but it really, um, anyways, I really liked it. And I also noticed they use the word "carabast" in there. Ooh! And I don't know if you guys know about carabast, but I think the rebels guy—it's basically, I think, the f-word. Like, oh, is Star it Star Wars f-word? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I heard it there, and I'm like, oh, they got a character there to say carabast, and I was like, maybe I should start saying carabast. It's so ridiculous.
0: Would you like, say carabasting? Like you're effing, but carabasting? <laughs> you know? Oh. I- get
3: the carabast out of here how would you say this place
0: is effed but you'd say this place is carabast they don't really use it as a verb in Star Wars but that doesn't mean we can't do that (laughs)
3: yeah we can do whatever we want with (laughs) it I'm going
0: to carabast you in your butt (laughs)
3: nine
0: inch (laughs) Inch nails would say uh, (laughs) I want to carabast you like an animal he'd say yeah
3: Yeah, exactly like I don't know that it literally means that you know sexual intense thing but like it's uh, you know it's their swear word. You know, Star Wars doesn't have any swear words. And it's it's almost ridiculous, like carabast. Like, it well, sounds yeah, like they you're have trying some, too hard, right? but I kind of like it, too. So don't they don't have know.
0: some? They got poodoo, which is shit, right? Yeah, Pudu. Um, oh, yeah. is that forgot it? that. Banta poodoo. Uh, Is that all there is? I guess that's the only swear McClunky. word I can.
1: McClunky. That's not a swear word.
0: <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> I just want to uh, answer Torek, who
3: says, do you need to see any other shows for Bad Batch? And... <laughs> As far as I can tell, it's just a direct connection from Clone Wars to Revenge of the Sith, and Revenge of the Sith go kind of goes back to the final season of Clone Wars, and it's just a continuation, pretty much picking up. It's pretty much Clone Wars season eight, which yeah. is you know there's no clones because spoilers Order sixty six <laughs> happens, and <laughs> and this, t- but it's it's about the fate of the clone army because well you'll see, but the Bad Batch is very nonconformist part of the usually conforming. Clone Army. So, uh, anyways, I played more Star Wars Battlefront because of that, and that's awesome. Um, uh, so, I really recommend the campaign. I actually just like the, the made-up characters they had too. Yeah,
1: yeah, the characters were really good. In fact, I read the book. Uh, it was by Christy Golden, who does oh. a lot of Warcraft stuff. Is it
3: about Iden uh, Versio? Like the
1: it is. Yeah, it's oh. a, it's a prequel to the to it. You get to see the squad all kind of come together um, for Inferno Squad and uh it's it's good it's a really good novel i enjoyed it and i enjoyed that story a lot um i the last time i played battlefront 2 i did it for similar reasons to you bo i played through so much of that multiplayer because i was watching the clone wars again
3: so yeah
1: those cartoons will get you wanting to play it like yeah and 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 it's really immersive because
3: it really feels roger roger you're playing like the actual droids (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Summon the Droidica. Yeah. Like, there's definitely like you get good Clone Wars vibes from that game.
0: Oh yeah, some of those scenarios are f- as Clone Warsy as you get. Um, yeah, very nice. Anyways, so there's that. Oh wait, uh, before you do, you, before you say yeah. anything, oh. uh, Bo or John, you said something about McClunky. McClunky. I just wanted for the everyone at home is like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Check this out. So I'm playing this thing and, and oh, that's a guy. Hold on. Now a lot of people being no. on Twitter the other day, and that is, oh. please like, subscribe, Greedo, a, but grito. Apparently, and comment.
3: So my God, please. Oh, please. Oh my God. Oh the McClunky. Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. I I was I've been doing a lot of research on edits to Star Wars yeah. uh, in preparation for a thing I'm doing on another show. Yeah. But uh apparently Sebulba says McClunky oh, really? at some point as well. And it has its origins in the prequels. And it apparently people think it has a meaning where it means like I'll inju or something like that, because apparently Sabulba or somebody says it and Greedo now says
0: McClunky. Okay, here's here's Sabulba saying it. Oh, I might turn this up. Ah, oh, boy, boy. Okay, hey, hey, you want hey, 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 go hey,
2: hey,
0: Chuba,
1: Chesko Saboba, chupoko umengisa, mitsi seradiko vana pijawa. I'm not hearing any
0: McClunky. Oh, Makal. Oh, there it is. McClunky. He says okay. it better McClunkey. than Greedo. Yeah, he does. Oh, like,
1: Saboba's got some flair on
3: it. Ah, the
0: prequels, dude. McClunkey. Jeez, the weasels. McClunky. Don't you talk Chesco trash about the Sebulba. beautiful people? Peoples, <laughs> I know prequels. and I respect. No, I don't. I hate the prequels. I hate them. I don't respect anything to do with them. I <laughs> <both>. <laughs> All right, Duel of the Fates is a badass song. I will give you that. It, and also uh he's awesome. Pod racing is awesome. Pod racing is cool when the kids not talking. <laughs> it's great. I, I don't think like there I'll is try spinning.
3: Lot. That's a great trick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, this is pod racing.
0: Uh, and it's the uh, like there are things uh, to
1: not like, but Phantom Menace, I will say, has grown on me.
0: Um, When I
1: walked out of that movie the first time, I liked it. Then I went through a period of hating it. And now I'm at a period where it's still low on my list. Like, if I was ranking Star Wars, it's low. But I don't hate
0: it as much You don't hate it. Okay. All right. Don't hate it. I can't watch for it. It's not
1: as bad as Attack of the Clones, which I used to think was a lot better and is actually the worst.
0: It's garbage. Yeah. It's not great. I
3: mean, yeah, I watched Phantom Menace like four times in the theater. So, you know, like, I think probably I got indoctrinated. Also, on the fourth time, I asked a girl out on a date. It was like our first date. We made out the whole time watching Whoa. that movie. So I, hey, I got a lot of good, good, good go. associations with, with Phantom Menace. Yeah.
1: I was, asked a girl out to go see Phantom Menace, and I got stood up. But oh, I got to see the uh, Phantom Menace
3: anyways.
0: So uncivilized. Well stood up. Yeah. That sucks. We had a well. We had an altercation. The, the theater we went to oversold, and there were like a ton of people standing in there with nowhere to sit, and oh, it got ugly. Really? A yeah. My friend is an undercover. Can't cop. wait
3: for the next showing. <laughs> like, I guess there's no room. Yeah, it like, was they have weird. I blame the theater.
0: It? The theater screwed up and oversold tickets, and then yeah, my buddy let them was. Stand. A, I had a buddy there with us who was an undercover cop, and he got up and. Like started to wrangle people because they were getting like violent and like pushy and it was bad.
3: Wait, was he did was he incidentally undercover or was he undercover on a mission he was at, at he was
0: not. So he was all dressed like his undercover persona. He was not on the job technically that night, but normally he's okay. like embedded. So with he, he was he dealers. was off shift. You mean? He was off shift. yeah. <laughs> but he looked like a drug dealer because that's what he does. He embeds himself with drug <laughs> yeah. dealers, and uh, oh, okay. his job is he yeah, was, he was way stand he was, up
1: and go hey. McClunky. <laughs> 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 yeah
2: there was an
0: opportunity all the star there.
1: wars fans sat down they were like uh,
0: oh i didn't mean to interrupt bo you were going to talk about andromeda's prologue you decided to give that a swing
3: oh yeah because i got, usually my segment's short and i've got a ton of different things and we're getting you know we're over the end i think at this point um mass effect andromeda so far so good i don't have a complaint about mass effect yeah that ga- I was much maligned i'm playing it mainly to it'll see get it'll, get there, it'll get there eh <laughs> it doesn't uh-huh. feel as special as the other mass effects so far but as beginnings go it still seems promising it's got a pretty i will decent say beginning. the ui is absolute garbage i've never really loved the mass effect like start like pause screen but i was shocked at how bad it is <laughs> like it's, it's really? just see, it's just uncomfortable and clunky. I don't I don't like it. I, no. I don't I wish they'd improve that. But no. overall, uh, you know, it's all right.
0: No. Um,
3: Keep going so with that. So I want to ke-
0: I want to hear follow up to that. I want to see how the because everyone told me to stay away from that game, but then I've talked to people lately who are like, "Oh, it's all right. I think it got a bad rap. It's the bugs are gone. It's good." Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I well, I mean that is true. You're not going to get the I'll,
1: buggy experience, but right. I, I'm not going to say anything because I think I think Bo should get a clean slate to make his decision on yeah so.
3: like i don't love the plot you know they're going to some new system but it's also not bad i don't know i don't think i've hit a point yet where i'm like ooh, i can't play this right um because i also did the prologue for dragon age inquisition and uh i, I like how that like game it. starts
0: That another i starts. didn't i didn't
3: uh, I, I don't know maybe it's just been a while i think i just have too much rose colored glasses for origins mm it just doesn't feel hard you know like it's it's there's kind of this like i don't know this grim dark kind of just violent sort of take on dragon age and it just felt really clean and manufactured and i'm already jesus you know you become g and i'm like i don't want to be jesus i want to be yeah i don't (laughs) like when games put me in the jesus seat i'm like oh no like i i don't want to it's too on the nose for a video game. You're the only one who can save the universe and everyone will serve you. Mm. I kind of like more like the Valhalla take on things where you're like, yeah, I guess I'm special, but I don't care. I'm going to go raid <laughs> raid villages anyways. Like, yeah. so I don't know. Um, I'm I'm 100% with yeah. you
1: on that. But Dragon Age Inquisition, I think gets more credit than it deserves. It's better than two, but uh, definitely better. Than two. I'm also a huge fan of origins and how like, brutal and awful that world is i mean if you played if you played the origin where it's the wedding and literally everybody dies at your wedding and you get taken to be forced to marry you know somebody else some lord against your will like it's dark uh Dragon Age doesn't mess around in Origins and is a is a fantastic game and it is definitely softer come Inquisition. I don't know what I, happened with
0: that you know. series. It bummed me out. I hope that new game brings it back to the roots, but Origins was so great, but I also feel like Origins was a core game for people who loved early Baldur's Gate and loved you know that kind of thing from that developer. And it was a really great new new version of that. And then two is like yeah, but what if people liked more of an action-oriented hack and slash? And that was a mistake. That game blew, and the third one tried to bring it back a little bit and sort of succeeded, but also tried to be Skyrim on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a mixed bag. Uh game—it
3: was really hitting. Like, definitely the game is smooth and and it's all right. It seemed okay to play. I just I don't like I don't like the Jesus story in video games. Like in 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 any game that makes me the hero, I just want to be in. I want to grow into that power. I think in an Origins, right. the way it works is you are kind of proving yourself, and as you level up, you grow into the power rather than just they immediately hit me with you. You're the savior of Andraste that they communicated to you, and it's just like
0: okay. I think that's why I like the other- Witcher so much because The Witcher, you're not that. You're not the Jesus. Exactly. Everyone's, which you're like,
3: yeah, yeah. You people know, don't I, like you. You're kind of. Reg- Skyrim's reg- reg- like that too. Nobody gives a crap about you in Skyrim. You yeah. know, you kind of build into that and yeah. earn your accolades. Yeah.
1: Origins just- has elements of it with making you a gray warden. But then when you find out what makes gray wardens, so cool you're like oh it sucks like yeah, this, this yeah. is awful like it does yeah. elevate you to a platform but it's like hey you're gonna take a ritual it'll probably kill you and if it doesn't the best thing you can do is uh kill a thing and die because of it so enjoy that yeah. <laughs> go off and have a good time you're like wow yeah. Th- yeah. this sucks
0: yeah hopefully so for something s- new and something different we'll see yeah,
3: so I'm sort of in the intro of both of those games. Right. I'm curious about them, and so that's that. And then I finished Torchlight Three, uh, finished it. I think I like beat yeah, it? I beat the campaign. Oh, and I'm now on to the you know endless end game that they have, which right. isn't very interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe I'd want to play it more, but
0: I'm going to tell you guys just to avoid it. Really? Like it's okay if you want to load it up, but
3: like it's just was it worth running thing- the
0: campaign though? Did you feel like that was worth it?
3: Yeah, it, but it's just hard to recommend. Like, it wasn't, it's not bad, but I'm just not going like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like, sort of by the time I got to the third act, it's like, it's just kind of samey. Mm. There's not a lot of inspiration. The cutscenes, which were colored, that turn into black and white images. Like, there's this there's sort of, like, dropping off of effort as it goes on. And there's some, it's uneven. There's some really good stuff. And there's some stuff that you're like, eh. Mm. I don't know. I just found myself not really caring about the story as I got to the end, That's and a then uh, the, the combat wasn't super compelling. You know, I was, just, but I mean, I was just kind of playing spin to win mm. mech character. But I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm just ready to move on. I'm not ready to sort of stick around and keep playing a bunch more Torchlight at this point. Yeah, um,
0: sounds um, like. I also you're not- found
3: out Path oh. of Exile is free on. So I, I didn't realize this, but you don't have to have a Game Pass to get an Xbox and have free games. They, have, they actually have just a ton of free games. So Path of Exile was on there. I kind of switched just to play, some, just to get variety, just to play something sure. different.
0: How was that on console? But, I assume it's probably Diablo-like. probably. Uh,
3: the gameplay is great. The menu system, like, oh my God, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> just like, you know, because with a mouse, it's easy to drag and drop things places. And in that game, they want you to press all kinds of buttons and they seem to shift the buttons around. And that game has a ton of systems. So moving stuff in the inventory is a is
0: Yeah, that, the, that's why I like the Diablo 3 consoleification. They, they really were smart about how they handled inventory and swapping things but, in and um, out. I wish, I wish that game was like
3: Path that. of Exile is built on that socket system, right? You yeah. want to get more sockets, and then you need to move and program the sockets. And it's like press X to lift the gem, press <laughs> A to drop it in, press Y to put it back, Like and then you get mixed up because they kind of move around when... You know, like, and then you actually put a thing where it isn't supposed to be, and you're like, "Oh, it's supposed to be Y press, not X, mm. and A I press, not Y." And my brain's going, "Like, oh my god, this is the hardest part of the game is moving my shit around in my inventory." Ah, and you mm. spend like 30 minutes in town doing it. Where with the mouse, you'd probably be done in two minutes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, gameplay is fine. This is a lot. Like Apex is on there. There's a lot of like I didn't realize. There's a lot of just free game, free oh, yeah. games on there. Yeah. I also got... uh, Games with Gold is apparently this thing where you get free games, Mm -hmm. I think, in perpetuity. So, like, I got... So all my old Xbox purchases are on there, and then I so I got Lego Batman, which is an Xbox nice. 360 game. But but I'm like, whatever, it's free, and I got it. So
0: I like Lego um, Batman. That's a great game.
3: Also, I bought Red Dead Redemption on Xbox 360, and I still own it on there, which is actually kind of nice because I never really. played. Oh, it. nice. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, that the backwards compatibility it. on that's really good. That version.
3: Um, yeah, it's kind of nice to see all my old purchases. Anyways, I'm sort of on a tangent, but um, I don't recommend. I don't. You know, if you want a console or ARPG, Torchlight 3 will serve you, but it's just hard to recommend it. Just, it's just, yeah. you know. They, they were charging money for it, right? It's okay on the Game Pass, but I wouldn't... If you said, I'm going to spend 40 bucks on this thing, I'd be like, pass, pass just
0: hard pass. Yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah. A little B-tier uh, yeah. for that game. That's All right, probably. well, uh, quite the lineup uh, for Bo this week. Uh, now, this. That's a good question. You may have heard that earlier. You hear it again. We're going to do a quick email from Ziggurat. Ziggurat! Who wrote in to talk to the core at gmail.com. Talk to the core at gmail.com. Still the number one email getter on the entire network right now. Don't know why. Just is. Uh, Says, hello, Scott, Bo, and John. I did that in the wrong order. Anyway, the new Edge browser is based on Chromium, the same as Google Chrome, but it's arguably a bit faster and works with Edge extensions and Google Chrome extensions. I was surprised, too, because I reinstalled Windows and Microsoft Edge tried to... Sorry uh begged me to try it saying it was faster than chrome and i've had less issues with it now it is my main browser also i like the imposing look of western dragons but eastern style dragons are pretty have a great day ziggurat so a uh, little bit of browser advice and uh a, a, through a through a, a coin to both me and john for our dragon yep. style choices so very nice it's a nice email
3: yeah he might be right um Chrome's is so dismissive of edge. It's probably just fine. It is.
0: I use it on, um, I have a version or, um, I have it on my Mac and my PC and I jump back and forth and it is fast. It's real good that way. I think I still prefer brave overall, which is also Chromium based, but is way more secure than most of the Google stuff. And for that matter, Microsoft stuff. So, if you're looking for a fast browser that's still based in the same tech, that's the way to do that. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with Edge these days. It's fine. If you're using Chrome, there's no reason you couldn't use Edge. Everything's importable. It's all syncable. Like mm. they made a good browser. So use at your own risk, I guess. Uh, send those emails. Talk to the core gmail.com. And that will be about it for us. Now, a reminder, this show... Is paid for because you guys help us out over at patreon.com slash core show it is why it is on the air and how it stays on the air because of your good graces check it out patreon.com slash core show today i want to thank everybody who listens to core that may have supported my kickstarter which just ended today yesterday rather um it's all hands on deck right now to get the thing done but uh we did it and it was because you guys are super rad and supporting it thank you guys all very much if you haven't heard about this or want to know more you can check out Rock Runners Incorporated, a game I designed, uh, and its progress over at rockrunners.art.art. That's where it'll be. Right now it just takes you to the Kickstarter and d- gives you all those details. There'll be a site up as well soon. And uh, again, huge thanks to everybody who supported it. TalkToTheCore at gmail.com is our email address. Our website is frogpants.com slash core. You can also find us on Twitter, corepod, john underscore jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson. You can find Bo at Beau Schwartz. Speaking of Bo, Bo, any final words of wisdom for the crowd before we leave? Mm, you
3: are so beautiful.
0: True. True. Yeah. Can't you see? Oh, that's it? All right. Well, thank you for that. That was great. John, what, what would you like to add?
1: Uh, piggybacking off of Bo's, uh, I think you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Very He's nice. taller, right? Yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, tall people. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. He's indeed. so tall.
1: Well, on. <laughs> Reminds me of car rides. <laughs> on that note,
0: uh, we'll be back next time with more. And in between now and then, we hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You've done that so much now. You can never not do that. After you I grow. love doing
0: it. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.